do it that way. Well, we'll be staring at the world through my rear view. Boy, baby, scream to God. He can't hear you. I can feel your heart beating fast. Guess it's time to die. Getting high, watching time fly. You know, staring at the world through my rear view. Boy, baby, scream to God. He can't hear you. I can feel your heart beating fast. Guess it's time to die. Getting high, watching time fly. And we'll be staring at the world through my rear view. Scream to God. He can't hear you. Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live from the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Theater, this is Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. Remember when we used to do Clear the Space? Yeah. I don't know what happened to it, but I'd like to do one. Is clear the space. The fact that forgotten to do it? No, no, that's right. <laughs> that could be. I'd like to clear that space. This has nothing to do with either one of you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed the fear that goes into Sarah when she uh, thinks it's about what her. Now? It's, <laughs> what now? Is that how you look at me? No. Is what now? No. Oh God! Now we got to clear that space. Uh, now we got. Yeah, now now we have, that we'll come back to that one. All Can right. we table Just that one? Sure. This one's yeah. about my son, my okay. oldest son, the teen son. Yeah. Yeah. Who is filthy like, and stinky? Oh, <laughs> it's just his room. I, he's starting to lock himself in there, which I'm not Ooh. crazy about. All right. Oh yeah. What happens with the curtains drawn, and he's texting, you know, or doing whatever. I don't want to know some of the whatevers, but the <laughs> yeah. room is filthy, yeah, and you, you can't. Know and you know, you say, "Can you clean your room?" Did you know that if you broke down the word, if you rearranged the word dormitory, that it's dirty room. <laughs> nice. Do you have to lose any letters? What's, no, you don't lose any letters. Wow. There's a lot of things you can do with this. Evangelist, evil's agent. Whoa. Whoa. Just wow. check it out. I don't know how quick you guys are. I don't know if I'm dealing with two rain men here. I don't really do that very easily. My my full name, Joel Thomas Geist. You can rearrange it to be James Elliot Ghost, which <laughs> I thought was cool. <laughs> so that's my pseudonym. I've never done it with my name. I'm going to have to yeah, ch check out Craig Shoemaker. No one knows my middle name, so I won't do it. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, what is that is that big it? of a disappointment? What do you mean? What is it? I just said no one knows it. No one's going to know it. I don't like my middle name. I used to get teased for it when I was a kid, and when it, whenever whenever that sticks with you, you uh, you carry it through life. Sometimes maybe I should clear the space on my middle name. Yes, <laughs> do a lapidation with it. Yeah, I, I could do that. Francis. There's some Francis. No bad guess. Morse code, by the way, is uh, if you broke it down, is here come here comes dots. Wow. <laughs> here comes oh dots. Here comes dots. What uh, is the point of doing that? Animosity <laughs> is is no amity. 
is no Amity. <laughs> is no, I don't even get that. Oh, uh, Amity is like uh, okay. If I have is to explain, it you know, there's an old thing. It isn't. There's an old thing in comedy when you have to explain it. Move to the next one. Yeah. Sure. Slot machines are cash cash lost in them. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, you wonder when they come up with these words if that's what I the know. intent is, right? Yeah. Like mother-in-law, woman Hitler. <laughs> nice. Mitt Romney, more titty, right? More t- Really? I, I haven't heard so. that one. Yeah, I heard that one. That Where are you easy. on the internet, for God's sakes? <laughs> I'm keeping it clean here. You're like, more titty. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, but, you know, I, you wonder when they come up with words, Yeah. you know, what the derivation is. That's what I do love about Google is you can look up anything now. I want to look up how to deal with my teen son. Yeah. Oh. Because he's starting to get into that angst-ridden teen thing. Yeah, how old? How old and I don't know what I can control, what I can mm-hmm. en- endorse. Or he's uh, almost fourteen, okay, and he is already with girl troubles. <laughs> and I said, well, "The hell with girl troubles! You got grade troubles. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got probably because of the girl troubles. You got got exactly. That's what I think. Yeah. And I try to tell him, you know, you you just want to warn the children what's in store for them in the future. Yeah. Because I project a lot. I understand. I do project some of my crap onto him. And whenever I do try to share my stories of when I was a teen and what I went through, always goes, but, Dad, you were a loser. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed that got a belly laugh from Sarah. (laughs) That that, that was, like, unbelievable how much that connected with you, as if you wanted to say it, too. No. I, I was, and I admitted all these things to him through all the years, so now he's using it against me. Yeah. Because I definitely was uh, towards the geek side of things, which I think inspired me to be a comic. Yeah. Because if you get everything your own way, if you're the quarterback, today you're not a comic. Sure. Yeah, because you have no uh, pain to go through and work out and deliver to the audiences where they connect with the truth of your humble beginnings and your currents. Tell him he doesn't want to peak in high school. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Is that what I tell him? Yeah, it's the worst time because, like, yeah. when you're super yeah. cool and awesome in high school, you peaked. It's all downhill. All down Have down you down. noticed? Oh, yeah. Have you gone back to your reunions and see what happens to those who did peak? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's it's very sad. I'm actually one who keeps peaking. The, the older I get, <laughs> it's really odd. I mean, I did everything late. My puberty was late. Somewhat of some modicum of success has been late. My love of my life is late. You know, finding my wife Mika, and I—I uh, I do everything late. Yeah. And I don't—I want to prevent him from having to deal <laughs> with that. I want him to get to things sooner than I do because I want to write that book called "God's a Slow Motherfucker." Yeah. Because I am—I cannot believe how slow things manifest with me, and I don't want it to happen with him. And I—and the other thing I said to him was, I said, "Listen, here's the difference that you have that I didn't have: supportive parents." Like, you can speak to your parents about anything that's going on inside of you. He goes, I don't want to. But you will. <laughs> so, yeah. Because I have the openness, even though I just told him, you will. <laughs> I'm demanding it. I, I am telling him that I am, well, I also do it through actions, is, which is much better than words, by the way. I don't think there's a single monologue I've ever given him that he's written something down. Going, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to use that one in my, my, my life. And I'll say, don't you want to be happy? He goes, no. Everything, everything. That's how he responds. Say, so, don't you want uh, success? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the also the problem is, and this is where I sit, is what is spoiling and what is discipline. And I'm also dealing with my ex-wife. Is I have to watch how I discipline because then she's going to go running to someone 
and make that into I'm the Great Santini. Mm. You know that book? No. Uh-huh. Great book, great yeah. movie. Good movie. Patrick yeah, Conroy. Movie. It's about this father who's basically bounces you know, a basketball. Bounces a basketball off of, off of his head. And I've done that. Yeah. But no, I haven't done that. <laughs> I haven't done that. But she would say that I did. She makes me into the great Santini, my ex. So now I'm dealing with that as I want to look good for him. But then again, I have to draw the boundaries. And it's hard sometimes. How do you discipline? Well, uh, that's another one is I have no idea how modern day discipline works. I know that the old <laughs> days did not work. Okay. When you were getting a beating, you guys get beat? A little. Little little beat? Get, yeah, not a, not a large no? amount. I got maybe one spanking. One? Yeah. And then my mom was like, we don't, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. My mom couldn't do it either. Really? My yeah. dad would get the wooden spoon out. Yeah? Yeah. With a hole in it so it had more air going through. We had, so yeah. <laughs> aerodynamically kinda... made to punish you. Yeah. They tried so, for like once and then they're like, we don't, we can't do this. Really? <laughs> yeah. I did it once too with, with two of the children. Mm-hmm. I did I did one spanking and I also did not feel great about it. And because I start to empathize and I think to myself, all the beatings that I got, none of them was I going, oh, this is unbelievable. I'm really learning something from this. I'm just, you know what you're thinking when you're getting beaten? She's out of her freaking mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with her? Could she deal with her rage a little better than this? Totally. It's to put it out on me. That's what you're thinking. That's what's so weird about corporal punishment is we think there's some there's something in our dynamic in this country that we or in the world that we actually think that this is going to work and it doesn't. So when's it going to stop? You just stop it. So then though you have the problem with the consequences. That's what they call them, consequences. Like, I'm on a freaking game show. Truth. You tell me the truth or you get consequences. <laughs> it's like he's going to have a prize either way. Right. So uh, the consequence I do is humiliation <laughs> in a funny way. Yeah. Like like uh, when I had a minivan, I was I rented a white minivan, of which Justin, remember, he was yeah. freaking out. Yeah. The big white manatee, he called it. Uh-huh. And uh, I pulled up to his school. In the minivan. That's all I needed to do. <laughs> it was great. What did he do to need it? Freaked out. Oh, what did he do that to? He does a lot of things. I mean, that's I can't even remember what he did that day because he does a lot of things. He just doesn't listen. Calls me dude. You know, I'm like, you better buy another vowel. <laughs> dad. It's ooh, dad, yeah, not right. dude. Okay? All right? Dude. I'm going to dude you in the middle <laughs> next week. There was always those threats of we were going to get our asses kicked when we were kids. They know now that they're not going to get their asses kicked. But with a comedy father, you're going to have some funny humiliation in store for you. <laughs> you know Something's I... going to happen. Well, even the, even the teasing him about the minivan was a form of just, just I'm going to show you who you're messing with here. Yeah. And by the way, he does get physical with me now, too. Oh, really? Does his little oof, like, he, like he's starting to get stronger. Oh, wow. So he's like, he you're does saying his, he did that to his, his brothers, but now he's doing it to you. No, he does. It. Oh, he's always done it with me. Well, not always. In the last year since the teen thing happened, he's starting to, you know, like he like oh, hip no. checks me and he just does these little challenges and something inside of me, you know, I'm a conscious guy, you know, I'm pretty spiritual. You know, I try to go along that path, but there's that other Philly side of me that used to get his ass kicked that has a response. It's a, just a visceral, immediate response. And I take him down. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I take his arm, I bend it around, and I go, who's, who's, who's in charge? Who's your daddy? You know, who's, <laughs> <laughs> that's where who's your daddy should come from, not sexual. Yeah. It's like I show him, I just take this arm, and I just twist it until he goes, I give, I give, I give. <laughs> so yeah. 
that's what that's where I try to tell him, no, you're not going to go there. You're not going to get physical with me because you know. And now he keeps saying, like he's storing up. Wait till I'm bigger. So right. he's he's already. I'm surprised he's not pumping iron, and I'm the motivation. It you takes know. a long time, though. Like you keep I, as a teenager, you think you're going to get stronger than your dad really quickly. Yeah, and you're like, man. Takes, Old people yeah. are freakishly strong. <laughs> and you realize it takes a long time. Like, you're almost never really stronger than your dad. And you know, but, but the thing is, also, old people are wise. Yeah. So I have a, acquired, I worked on all of these defense skills. You know, I did karate, I, did, you know, I was a wrestler, football player, and all this stuff. So I know how to defend myself uh. for his little teen attacks, you know, physical attacks. Yeah. So whatever he's giving me, I have a counter. That's the thing in wrestling is you always have a counter. So I have that in my mind. He doesn't go out for the wrestling team. He doesn't do these things. I think most kids don't now, yeah. which is also annoying to me. He's not in karate class. He's not doing anything. And that's the problem I'm having right now is, like, no ambition. So huh. the, how do you inspire them to have ambition at 13? You know what his ambition right now is? Meet chicks. And now he's no, actually – you know why he's locking himself in his room? Because he, I can't take the drama. I go, you're the one who created the drama. You told me the other day you hooked up with four girls in one party. Hooked up? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. I didn't get into that. <laughs> I heard hooked up and I went on to the, you know, uh, I think. When like, I grew up, that just meant like making, making out, out with the chick or something. I think he made out with four different girls. Yeah. And I think that they're all mad now. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. said, what do you expect? Because he had told me like months ago. That that's the way they do it in this generation. He's always trying to no. tell me no. what goes on in this generation that I don't know any better, that I'm some old guy, that I don't know any better. Even that I use the word hip, he hates that <laughs> word. He goes, Hip isn't hip anymore. Hip's not hip anymore. Oh. I said, Well, what's my alternative word? Give me that solution, boy. I said, I'll be, uh, you know, I'll be, and then I tried to say hip again. <laughs> I, I want to be in the now and the no. And, uh, but he has all these different ideas and he also has this. You know, belief that I am this guy that is just, you know, I'm trying to work my own childhood out through him. And, you know, so he has all these. Really? Yeah, he thinks that I'm projecting a lot of this stuff. And somewhat I am. <laughs> I, and somewhat I am. In a good way, I think. Like when he's down, I don't like the word depressed, but when he's down, I'm trying to come up with solutions because I'm a caring father. And that's the rub is like, how much can, can you control? How much can you encourage? How much can you beat the crap out of them? <laughs> not <laughs> like very much at all. No, not on that one. <clears throat> but you and you want to like shake them. What's that bell? Oh, that What's means that it's time for our new segment. <laughs> we have a new segment. I we do. What was the, what was it called, Sarah? That one wasn't going anywhere. Hollywood. <laughs> a pollywog. Hollywood. Poly That's how Elmer Fudd would say it. A pollywog. Well, we just came up with this moments before the show. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just be honest and clear the space on that for the listeners. We'd like to come up with some bits. Some things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sarah says, I want to debate you. I said, good, good. Bring it on. Bring it on, youngster. <laughs> bring it on, missy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Bring what you got. And she says, what do we call it? And I said, how about a polylog? And both of you stared at me. <laughs> I had no idea what that could possibly mean. Can you guys break it down and figure out what it means? Holly. Now I feel like I'm talking to the kids again. Holly Can you figure that out in your own? instead um, A multiple. Poly a cracker. Multiple. Very multiple good. Log, the root a multiple log. Multiple log would be what? Lots Prem of log. Log? log uh, Do I have to spell it? L-O-G. Like a... <laughs> like a like no, a, not a log. Not like that. Oh. Okay. A polylog would be many, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that means many voices in a dialogue. Oh. 
Get oh, it? A poly log. A poly log. Uh-huh. Oh, I like when Sarah get, finally gets it. She starts doing that shoulder thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got, I got, it reminds me of a bird when they're proud, and they do that thing with their shoulders and wings. <laughs> so she got it now. Poly log. Poly log. So, so uh, that's what it is. I used to do it on Facebook. That's where the name came from. And the polylog would basically polylog. mean we invite many voices into this dialogue of a conversation, of which I did today, by the way, on Facebook. And, ooh, people are wound up. I love that. I love it. I'm a rebel rouser. <laughs> Want to look that one up? Uh, I do like to provoke. Player. I'm a provocateur. Yeah. Kind of like it. Yeah. I think we're bringing more of that. I liked, I like it because I look at it as something different than most people probably would. Most people would go, you pontificating little prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel rouser. A rebel rouser. You're trying <laughs> to cause. You're trying to rabble. cause trouble. I'm going to defriend your ass if you keep it up. <laughs> I have all these threats. I didn't call for this. You know, you don't pay a cover on my freaking Facebook page, yeah, okay? I'm not Mirth Monkey 24 seven. I, I didn't pay for this. Yeah, <laughs> you're not paying monkey. a cover. I'm going to say what I want to say on there. I, I, you know, comedians should entertain. How do you think we became entertainers from this? Controversy. Yeah, well, not only controversy, we respond to our creator. What's inside of us, what comes out, isn't always going to be a punchline. It's not always going to be what you want to hear. It might be to inspire. It might be to initiate new thought and new wisdom. That could be the goal. I don't know. I just answered to this thing inside of me, and that's what you know makes me who I am. Mm -hmm. And you don't like it. A lot of them don't like it, and they want to put the label on me. You Hollywood liberal pricks. <laughs> that's yeah. what they think. I think they believe... That the Hollywood people get together. Now, this is little Craig Shoemaker from Philadelphia. He grew up with nothing. I moved to Hollywood. I went, let me in on the group. Like, we have group meetings and go, let's see. What can we do that's a liberal yeah. agenda today? Yeah. And what will we get out of it? Well, I have something to say to you out there who's listening in. If you're one of those people that want to put that liberal label on people. Mm, sing it. I want to <laughs> tell you something. That liberals, to me, it means liberated. I am liberated from the box that you would put me in. I am liberated from the media that would that gives labels to things and, and, and keeps people in boxes and divided. And that's what the creative spirit tells us to do as creators. We are not, you know, we are not in alignment with a lot of your thoughts which have to do with anger and rage and frustration and intolerance. That's we would never be able to do what we do. You should thank us for coming up with some of these liberal agendas, mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. I don't even like the word liberal because immediately it's associated with intellectual elite and, you know, they think they're better than you. No, I am little poor Craig Shoemaker from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with a fatherless home and a mother that doesn't hasn't spoken to me in a couple years. So there wasn't some support, no money. This is what I come from. So what made me the creator today that has a show with 14 people listening? This is what happened. <laughs> is there was a moment in my life where I switched. It was like a switch went off. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to start telling the truth. Mm. And it's going to come from my core. And it's going to come from my essence. And it's going to come from what resonates with me. And that's what resonates with me is compassion and empathy. So if that happens to align with a democratic agenda or a liberal agenda, which most of the time, not even not even most of the time, sometimes it tends to lean that way as opposed to the right, which they are busy being right. To me, there's no consciousness in being right and righteous.
It doesn't work. It doesn't make you happy, mm-hmm. which I believe is also the reason there aren't, aren't a lot of, I hate to use the label again, right-wing comics. Mm-hmm. Because you don't see a lot of that. No. You don't see a lot of it because most of it is ingrained in anger and it's grained, ingrained in division. And what we try to do as comics is inspirational. We believe that it, we are inspired to speak. We're inspired to speak, and sometimes we do it in a funny way. Sometimes, as in right now, it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's also angry. Sometimes it's angry, and sometimes it has all sorts of feelings. But it's very frustrating. So then they give the threat on Facebook. They go, I'm not your fan anymore. Like like a little kid, like, I'm going to take my ball, and I'm going to go away. I'm going to take this ball, and I'm not playing with you anymore because you're not playing by my rules, and you're saying things that I don't want to hear. What if you just opened up? Just listen to something new and put out all, took away all those labels and understand I am just a human being as well as you are. You know, same, same day. I have hemorrhoids. Same as you might. <laughs> true. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. We'll get back to that. That's a tease. But after our polywog all day. So our polylog today, by the way, I have to tell you also something that happened to me is I, um, I'm i trying to be a good dad and be a responsible dad, but some people, there's this one dude that sends me. By the way, ironically, keeping with the theme, this guy's very right-wing. He's got a lot of, like, misogynist Hillary this, Hillary Clinton this. It's like, and then Bill Clinton blowjob jokes. It's like, come on, let that one go. Mm-hmm, it's okay. been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> might want might to press refresh yeah, on some of those so. jokes, you know what I mean? And it's always, like, something, like, where they won't say they're racist, but they really are. You know, it's like an anti-Obama from the moment he, the moment he yeah. took office. It's not That's the other thing is people think that if you come from this place, this space that I try to come from, that I'm some like like, like bow to Obama. That's what the guy says to me. Go bow to Obama. <laughs> I, I'm not bowing to him. I'm I'm saying that this is the guy in office. I'd like to encourage him to do better. It's like if you if you have a quarterback you don't like, are you going to stop cheering the team on? Yes. So if America's my team, no. I'm not going to try to be right and go, I told you that quarterback sucked, which a lot of people do. I told you he sucks. And then everything, every time he throws an interception, it's like on him. No, why don't we cheer the person on and say, you know, you might want to try throwing sidearm or something. <laughs> and that's what you do with the president, whoever the president is. I don't, I don't you know, I, I'll admit I voted for Obama, but I also voted for Ronald Reagan. So what does that make me? Do you have a label for that? No, you don't have a label for that. Unpredictable. So I'm watching. I'm, I, so I, I open up these things. I'm starting to not to because it really is getting annoying from this guy, Tom, right? He's been sending them for years. I haven't even spoken to him in at least six years, but I'm still on the list. And some of it is mixed in with funny things, so I do open it up. But some of it's mixed in with this. I open it up, and it says, uh, the audio isn't very good on this, so turn your speakers to maximum. And put your ear to the speaker, and then you'll hear it. So I'm going, oh, this is going to be a funny joke. Maybe they recorded something. Mm-hmm. I press it, and very loudly for the entire family to hear, hey, everybody, I'm watching porno. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm watching porno. I'm watching porno. And it's as loud. And I'm looking for the volume. I'm, like, freaking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, God. <laughs> my kids are going to hear this. Daddy, what's porno? <laughs> And he also sends porn. Mm. He also sends porn. That's the other oh, thing. Well, and I occasionally open that up, guy. too. Yeah, quality guy? Yeah. 
sure you want to meet this guy. Maybe we'll have him as a guest on our show. Oh, sounds awesome. So, yeah, you really have responses. I've noticed some very, very heavy responses to you, Sarah Sweet, about porn watching. Polylog time. And here's the polylog. Yeah. How about that be the topic? It, I know one. you have views on I your do. anti-porn. I do. It's even in your act. You have some jokes, and I think they're really quality jokes. I, I laugh, right. but I still watch a little porn. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. I do. I watch a little porn. I, I very little. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like an addiction, but occasionally, I will open up from some of Tom's videos, yeah. and uh, sometimes they're entertaining. There's a uh, Cypherius. She's my favorite. She squirts. Gross. <laughs> See, to you, it's gross. To me, it's humorous. Because I've never seen anything like this. Okay, so how are we If gonna... you see something freaky, okay, now let's just take this. Okay, forget the gross. I'm right? keeping points. You got a point for Cypherius, because that's funny. <laughs> Wait, we haven't started the round yet. <laughs> yes, this is started. So you that do doesn't your have to be two official. minutes, and then I do my two minutes. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, we're doing oh, yeah. rounds. Oh, okay, so, yeah, round so I want to say also about porn. Okay, so let's say it's just entertaining to you. And it is a little bit sexual. Let's say it engages parts of your body that uh, might need engaging at the time. You might be a little down, and that gets you up, literally. <laughs> if you go to the circus, Cirque du Soleil is a favorite of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they are contortionists. They're doing all sorts of things. Are you going, that's gross? No, you're not going, that's gross. You're going, that is entertainment to me, okay? I like when they <laughs> when they bend their legs and back of their... I'm, by the way, I'm completely ad-libbing this. I have no idea where I'm going. <laughs> I don't have anything written down as opposed to Sarah has a freaking speech over there, I can see. So, see, see, so anyway, I am watching Cirque du Soleil going, oh, ooh, I mean, I'm hurting for them. I'm going, how do they do that? You got the trapeze guy. It's unbelievable. But it's a freak show. A lot of it's a freak show. How about even a regular circus? It puts a freaking head in a, a lion's mouth. That's disgusting. That's gross, right? How does the breath, how's the breath, how's the gum disease that could be in this lion? But I'm not going. That's gross. You're just going. Wow. End of round Hold one. Hold it. One more. That's I got what? Let me wrap it up. Let me wrap it up. I Cypherius is squirting <laughs> water across the room. Now what's the difference between that and Cirque du Soleil? Well. All right. That's it. That's my. That's, that's my moment. End of the first round. Okay. So I did some research. A little bit of research. This sucks. I'm in here. I'm in here. No, but you completely have spontaneous, thing. and you've got research papers. You have one thing. You're that even I using don't. the internet. Hey, it's my time. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you have one thing that I don't have is charisma when reading papers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So I, I did some research, and there's a, a psychologist, Phil Zimbardo, Zimbardo, and he says that um, it, uh, watching porn causes arousal addiction, and the average guy watches 50 videos a week of porn and so when you uh watch that kind of when you have that kind of arousal addiction your brain is actually being rewired in a totally new way it's being rewired for change novelty and consistent arousal um and uh uh, let's see where i'm going uh, and so yeah, where become, where does your paper say you're going? It does. I okay, I'm writing. Re- I'm writing some notes Stop here for it, responses. Go- okay, I'm so sorry. Then, and then you become totally out of sync with ro- romantic relationships, ones that build gradually and subtly. Um, and then you have become have a fear of emotional mil- emotional intimacy uh, because you uh, don't know the language of face to face contact. And uh, real sex is courtship, touching, being touched, pheromones, emotional connection, inter- and interaction with real a real person. And you become. Yep. All right. In two minutes. Okay. I uh, gave Sarah a point for looking like she was getting turned on by her own speech. <laughs>
So you're tired. Is my at the laughter moment? count is part of my time. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Listen. All right. Here's my rebuttal. I will say that addicts. Uh, that's you're talking about people who are ad- addicted to things. But uh, there are people that smoke an occasional uh, joint. Do you, Sarah? You smoked an occasional joint, an occasional beer, a little wine, a little alcohol. Does that make you an addict? Or mm. are you an aberration? Are you, you know, is that a fear of intimacy just because you have a couple pops? What if the person is just having an occasional little uh, little porn? And the other thing is, <laughs> you're basically saying, uh, you know, with, as far as the intimacy thing is, that masturbation is now forbidden because you can only have this pheromonal relationship with someone. What about masturbation, just the occasional toss-off? As a matter of fact, sometimes even sex, you do a rollover. You do a rollover. It doesn't have to be intimate and personal and everything else. It's basically like you're texting your penis. That's the... <laughs> you just go roll over. And you listen, my wife has done a rollover with me. Using me. Using me. That's what she does. Get that thing up. I'm ovulating. <laughs> so now I have responsibility. Go ahead, Sarah. Uh, Greg got a point for texting his penis, <laughs> and because I like the phrase toss-off. So it's three to one. That's three two to points, one. too. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you can have an occasional beer, occasional joint, but the way that pro- the way that porn, it's different from the kind of porn that you first initially grew up on. It's different than, like, than the porn, internet porn right now, because it's extreme pleasure. It's like it's novelty, it's fast, it's constant, it's different now that we have high-speed internet. And so what that does is it, it's because we're evolved to like respond to natural rewards like we want natural rewards like bonding and sex and uh, food but what happens in our society and also like with food uh, high processed food with high fat and sugars and we get um, <laughs> sugars and also with pornography shut up pornography I gotta focus I have ADD <laughs> I'm going to focus over here. And so what happens is then with... Shut up, Craig! You got 30 seconds. With with porn and the novelties of porn. Oh, fuck you. Uh, I'm going to give you one point for being very astute, but I can't give you the second point. I'm afraid. You played dirty. Dirty was funny. It's Why? funny she's Why into was... the whole sugars and everything else. Yeah, because Look, those are you just want those to... are extreme natural rewards in the food Hey, that it's we my eat. turn. I don't care because you laughed throughout my turn. Go and laugh during mine. I don't care. That's 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 the end of our segment. I like grew up on porn. It's different than the porn we grew up on. And yeah, it is different. It is different. They have a lot. They they pulled out the weed whacker back in the eighties. Thank God. It causes erectile dysfunction. It causes <laughs> yes. erectile dysfunction. A big and giant bush that leads up to her easier. bosoms does give me erectile dysfunction. I don't have a hard on when I see that. When you when you think oh, 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 like jungle time. Nothing. I'm gonna yeah. get so good at these debates. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> No. Is it, oh, so that music means the debate yeah, is over. That means our whole first. The polylog. The polylog has come to a completion. I had more to say. So did Sarah. Yeah. Stuff that she looked up on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Sugar. I'm gonna get so good at this polylog. Tune in next week. All right, tune in next week. Uh, we have uh, we have a fabulous guest coming up on our show today. Who is it, Jackie Sarah? Cation. Cation. All right, nice. Comedian extraordinaire. I went to you on that one because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. It's like vacation, Cation. Really, Jackie Cation. Very funny from what I hear, and I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to be honest. This is the first guest I've ever had that I had nothing to do with. Don't know anything about you her, but I heard she's funny. I'm. I heard that. I'm looking forward to that. That's in the. The following hour, but we have another half hour of uh, 
polylogging all day. <laughs> Stay with us. Okay. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toad Heads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show? The backbone of the whole thing. 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com. If you miss the Al Benny hour. Hello, Carly, you're on. Hello. Hello. This is your mother. I'm watching. This Again? Way. Your mother? You can't call twice. Why can't I? I'm your mother. Cunt? Don't say cunt. <laughs> no wonder you got there. There are children listening. Oh, really? No. I don't know if anybody's listening. I'll fucking smack you. I will hang up <laughs> on my own mother. Oh, you wouldn't do that to your darling mother. Anyway, um... <laughs> ah, I felt good. The Al Benny Hour, Monday afternoons at 5 Pacific. On the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. It's not worth watching as much right now because we're missing one of the it's triumvirate. A third less worth watching. A third less watch. Yes, because Sarah. She's the female, so maybe even more than a third. Even more, yeah. It depends who you are. A half less worth watching. There's some. Uh, Sarah has uh, left the building, just like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go get our guest yeah. outside. And I suggested this. Because I thought this might be a great idea because she would be distracted with the texting. We've dealt with that before. So I said, yeah, instead of, like, the lack of focus, why don't you just go down and we'll, we'll, we can carry this ship without her. The point is, if you're listening and you want to be our toady that'll run back and forth, come on down. <laughs> our toady? We need another hand. Yeah. Is that where the word Toad Hop Network came from? You, well, it was a toady word. Yeah. Well, you're right. Now, here's the reaction that Sarah had. So I thought that was a legitimate, you know... Uh, efficient way of dealing with something and she went paranoid on us it reminded me of when we smoked pot you know back in the day <laughs> and then someone left the room and you didn't want to leave the room because you were like you'd freak out because yeah. you're all going to talk about me you'd like get paranoid right. and it heightens at least that was the case with me i don't know about you joel because you're staring at me like that's not the no, case no, no i know what you mean i was just yeah, so you think they're going to talk about you she had worse than that she thought that I was getting her out of here so you could replace her. <laughs> I think I think she just doesn't want to leave the show. That's not what a live show. No, that's the. I hope she watches this playback. I'm sure she will. I'm sure I'm she will sure because she she's gonna be, what do they say about me? What do they say about me? But that's the attitude that she had was like they're going to say something about me and I'm going to get replaced for my five minutes leaving to go get a guest. That's why I disagree because she we know that this is recorded, so she's going to watch it back later. Exactly. Which I so there's yeah. nothing to be paranoid about. Yeah, but there is. With her, she literally said, didn't she say, the last words that she said before she left the door I had my was headphones what? on. You did? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear what she said? No. That's why I was laughing. Oh. She goes, no, I, I know why you're doing this. She says to me, I know why you're doing this. Because you want Joel to replace me as the co-host. Oh. You didn't hear that part? No. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If she, first of all, she had the face of, why are you telling me to go? Because I kept insisting. I go, look, it's better if you just go, go get the guests. It's fine. We'll, we'll be okay without you. <laughs> And she went right to that place where I went when I was smoking pot. Maybe she was just back ribbing in the day. you. No, wasn't a rib. Come on, Joel. You know her. It wasn't a rib. I, I think well, there was truth in that. I didn't hear it, so well, I don't well, want to speak. I can't believe that. Well, when she walks in here, we'll see. I want you Should to Should I be sit there. in her chair and... and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go sit no, in her chair. Sit in her chair. She's going to freak out. She's going to freak out. I... Yeah, Hello, Ron. No, you know her better than I do. You know her way better than I do for years. Yeah. I think you guys even made out a couple times. Maybe. Okay, so then you... you? Yeah, exactly. So then you know her really well. You don't think yeah. there's any truth to what I'm saying right now, that there's some bit of, like, <laughs> uh, there's some bit of fear that's entering into this, why I asked her to leave? I, you don't think so? No, there probably is. Okay, there thank you, Joel. Is. Let's be honest now, is. okay? That's what our show does. We yeah. clear the space, and I think, now you can try to... I love that you moved over to our seat, by the way, if you're not watching. Joel was <laughs> in her seat right now. Me. No, no, she's not. It's that's all part of, you know what though? I am noticing something. What's now that? you tell me if I'm right about this. And you might be the same as her. I don't know you as well. Doesn't like teasing. I'm a major teaser. Yeah. You I, don't either, do you? No, I don't I don't mind as much, I don't think. She she definitely is not a, a, a I mean no one likes it. Oh, I totally do. Really? Oh, I like being teased. Absolutely, I like being ripped on. But see, I think any form of attention. But you grew up with that. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess that is part of it, though. Is the Philadelphia thing? It's, yeah. We just ripped on one. You another. recognize it as affection. Yeah, Whereas that's a good if point. You didn't grow up with it. It's like, why do you hate me? 
You know? Oh wow, wow! So I have to watch it with her. But I, that's the thing, though, is if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna be, this is the, the you know, the Craig Shoemaker show. That <laughs> so is true. This is how I roll. Right. So do I have to have like some guidelines? Uh, you know what? She loves things typed out. <laughs> so that I is should, true. Maybe I should well, type she it is out. The producer. Of the, with the well, not only that, the polylog though was, uh, you know, we went uh, tete a tete over here. We had right. the little debate, and she had all of her stats written down right off of the internet. Yeah. So so maybe I need to. Oh hello! Oh God! Ah. See the face? Do you see the face? What do you think? What do you think? Just look. She's back. Our co-host look. is back. I'm Yay. feeling that Craig's trying to make Joel into the co-host, <laughs> and that's why he was. Saying, she opened up with it, Joel. Well, I said it before I left. Yeah, he didn't hear you. His headphones were on. His headphones were on. He didn't hear you. That's not what she was saying. And then he was she like, opens. No, that's right. literally what she said. But you laugh like, because it's true. Life because it's true. So you guys he heard it here, and uh, Joel won't do it because we've been friends for 12 years. <laughs> we just want you to replay what we just talked about because okay. we were live on the air when you were out getting the guest, of which you thought I was inspiring you to get the guest because I was conspiring. Replace me. <laughs> I was conspiring to have Joel replace you. Right. Okay. Could know, never. So you want to you want to clear the space on that one, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> I have such love self she, she does a cryodation. <laughs> well, yeah, she, she does a cryodation. It's a, it's Sarah's little uh, moniker. We were talking about something that I guess I got to check in with you what? because I checked in with Joel. I said, "Well, he knows you a lot better than I do." I, but I also checked in with Joel that both of you, I think, I don't like teasing, and so we had a little discussion about that. It was personal with Joel. It had nothing to do. Well, it had something to do with you because that's what made me think of it. But I said, Joel, are you a person who doesn't like to be teased? He said, No, I don't really. And he said, Probably Sarah doesn't either. And he goes, And you don't either. And I said, No, I actually love it. And then Joel came up with the. Uh, I, I said it's because he grew up with it, so he recognizes it as a form of affection. Where if people didn't grow up with it, it's like, Well, why do you hate me? Stop! <laughs> Stop it! And I think that's where Sarah goes. Checking in. Is that tr is that an, yeah. is that true? Yeah. Don't like it. It depends. If it's mean, then no. <laughs> but, but my feeling is that my feeling is that you think that it's mean. Okay. Depends. Now on I'm going to be honest from. with you. Joel could probably tease me. I don't know. Try it. Give me a tease. You're ugly no, see, person. I don't no, know. No, see, I don't you like know it. that he's making it up. Yeah, he's, he's just making it up. There is always truth in teasing, and I'm, none of us like to hear that. Or not, some of us don't like to hear that. I actually enjoy being teased. Now, I do do something that my friends point out all the time, is I rip on myself. So, therefore, there's nothing left to the carcass. Nice. So, a lot of people don't have a lot to tease about, but I actually, I still enjoy it. Because the, here's the other thing I enjoy, is that also gets me wound up to come back and now we're into another kind of a debate, an emotional debate, yeah, of it, which what it, yeah. of which I know Sarah's not into. <laughs> yeah, with me, I'm like, but is, what do you mean? Like, is that true? <laughs> do you really mean that? Even a little bit? Do you mean that? It's just a so very different form of con communication. Like, you, like, with the, 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 the jabbing and the poking, like, it turns a conversation into a competition, which you obviously enjoy. And when Not you everyone. laughed through my whole debate, I obviously got very flustered, <laughs> and I couldn't think straight, and I couldn't come back. I actually thought I was doing it intentionally. 
to you, win the debate. You are sabotaging my That's I think she said you're sabotaging my debate. And she took it personally. I'm laughing my ass off at something that you have no idea what I was laughing about. No, no clue. And no clue. But you went right to he's trying to get me. It's instinctual. Some of this stuff is inst we have instincts. We're human being yeah. animals and we have instincts. My instinct is to go for the funny, go for the jabs, go for the conflict, but it's in good it's in good faith, good humor. It's in good. Uh, it's good natured. Yeah. That's the part I think that we're all missing here. Okay. Now, what do we do about that? Can we clear that space? Can we? Can I make a can vow you to you? Me? Can I make a vow to you? <laughs> I don't want to change you. I love you the way you are. Okay, keep going. And uh, <laughs> but here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you can accept my vow of everything, every single thing I say to you. Is from a good heart. Well, you had to what think did about you that. say, Joel? What did I <laughs> did say? I didn't get this it? question. Oh no, I can totally accept it. Yeah. What do you mean? What did Joel say? What do you that's say? That's my form of teasing. What? What do you? What? What? Oh, okay. That's called deflection. That's <laughs> that. So you teasing deflection. So you will be. So tomato. you will be okay if I tease you. I don't. Uh, no, you're. <laughs> yeah, so you're thinking about it. It's really tough for you, isn't it? I'm not sure. I can't. I mean, definitely not sure. <laughs> I, but it's it is hard because, like I said, it comes from the upbringing. So it's like asking if she asked yeah. you, could you not tease me? You'd probably be like, but I like it. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> okay, let's reverse it. You ask me what you need to ask, and on on your vow or your can you vow proclamation. to never tease me? Ever? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's right. Can't right? do it. Can't do it. Yeah. I cannot do that. <laughs> I can't do that. So we're at an impasse. No, I think you could tease me, impasse. but can I vow to never get defensive or it hurt my feelings? No, but I can try. I didn't say that. Well, nobody could ever vow to never do anything, right? They say never say never, right? Yeah. So you, 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 you couldn't do that. And but I can be aware that it comes from a good place. Yeah. Now, maybe, maybe I can also initiate this new thought is maybe you can take a pause I'm from learning, the from the usual from the usual response of fear trepidation you know defense and all that kind yeah. of stuff maybe you can go okay let's see where this is going as opposed to it's an attack on me I'm learning to pause that's a really good thing yeah actually that's what I'm asking but getting back to the Facebook thing what I'm asking people to do in our polylogs on Facebook is I'm saying let's not just merely accept things for the way we've been trained to think and our belief systems and so forth and let's open up to a new way now you guys are saying hey craig can you open up to our way no teasing <laughs> i'm saying nope now i understand why people are frustrated with me because <laughs> because no i can't i can't and i'm called out on that one and i will admit to that one but i can work on it but then again, I have worked on. I work a lot on not ripping on people. I used to rip on people, like tear them apart. Yeah. You know, they say uh, sarcasm is actually, the, it means the tearing of flesh. Oh, That's what it means. Wow. And uh, that is what you're doing is you're tearing people's flesh. And if you're in Florida, you eat the flesh. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, so a lot of that going on as well. A lot of sarcasm. In Florida, so uh, <laughs> I. Uh, but okay. what 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 I'm trying to say on Facebook and elsewhere is, can we not merely just accept what we're told? Right now, that's one thing that I believe, 
has made me better as not only a human being, but better as an entertainer, better as a host, is I don't just take these things. I can't stand reposts, for instance. Yeah. Hmm. I don't like reposts on my or quotes. So the, the, today we had a big debate going about the health care situation, right? right? So what do they do? They go, here's what Nancy Pelosi said, okay, and then they have a quote. And then, then somebody comes back with, no, she didn't say that to Congress. So there's this, now the reposting, yeah. reposting. Where's your original thought? Where's your genuineness? Where's your authenticity? Which is, I believe that's where we need to go. Hmm. So authentically, you are not those fears, Right. Authentically, right. But those are those are built in. Those are built in defense mechanisms. So what I'm saying is, can you uh, just open up a little bit to possibly that if I say something to either one of you, that it's meant to uh, encourage or inspire or instigate? It could be any of those yeah. methods. It's, it's not. It's not the methodology. It's like I still want to go to the same place of entertainment. I still want to go to the same place of laughter of of new wisdom. And and so forth, and that's what I'm trying to impart with people on Facebook. I, I make, make these posts, but it, but they respond as their old self responds. They they respond to the way they're taught by their religion, by their political leanings, by their whoever they watch on television. They're told what to say. Now they will never admit that. They mm-hmm. get so pissed if I say you're a freaking lemming. <laughs> just. You know, you're just following the leader. You're just following your chosen leader on what they say. And by the way, it's all interpretive. You know, when they start quoting the Bible, I'm going to come right back and quote the parts of the Bible that I respond to and resonate to, and it has nothing to do with your violence. Right. Nothing. The things that I see or your homophobia, nothing to do with that. And that's what I come back with is I say, here's my experiences here. I read it this way. So I'm trying to say, eh, open up a little bit, just a little bit, have a little opening, to possibly, maybe, I might be saying something that is differing from what you've already learned. You learned already fight or flight. What's that? Fight or fight? Fight fight or flight? Yeah. We've already learned that. So can we learn something different? How about a pause? How about a breath? How about a consciousness? How about go deeper? How about see what resonates inside of you? How about see how your heart responds? How about go and uh, do a big, giant... Uh, meditative thought on maybe it's not the way I've been taught. You know, fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's all fear is. It's a buildup. And by the way, fears have been built up even by the media as well. You've been taught to fear this type of person because that's what they show you. That's the criminal. That's what a criminal looks like. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you now go down the alley and everybody that looks like that, you're afraid of them. Or they could be a beautiful person that has, you know, a tattoo on their forehead of, of uh, a swastika. <laughs> Could they be? Uh, Just kidding. A beautiful good indication if they made the choice for the swastika right. uh, on the forehead. Good indication they probably aren't real, you know, you're not going to be hanging with them real soon. That's a book I can read by its cover. All the- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Mind Kampf is right there. <laughs> yeah. and uh, But these aren't people that you want to hang with necessarily but that doesn't mean you can't invite them to your party and that's what i try to do is say hey you want to you want to come to my little party this little party doesn't have the rules that you're used to that's what i want to say i can't stand censorship either that's a big thing that people don't understand is like you really want to censor a comic we're your only voice left because everything yeah. else is controlled 
your media is completely controlled, and it's all hypocrisy. You know, like you're watching drug drug companies that have all this money. They have all this money to make sure that you turn your head to the fact that they're saying the most inappropriate things to your children that you could ever see or hear from a comic. Mm. Right? The worst things that you're exposing the children to. But because it's money-backed, we just go mindlessly. That's all I would say is have some critical thought. Take a, you know, take a little break and, you know, from your from your usual paradigm and go, wait a minute, upon further examination, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know what? This isn't what it seems to be. So what it does seem to be, to wrap this up, mm-hmm. is Sarah, what it seems to be is, now I'm projecting and I'm going to ask if this is the I will ask the questions. Is there some... <laughs> Did you hear that breath? That was not a it breath. A, it was a. It was a breath. It that was, was a, a. It was a freaking okay. sigh. That was a sigh. <laughs> I'll check in. Was that a sigh or a breath? It was a sigh. Yes. Okay. Good. Continue. All right. I love the truth. I love it. That's fantastic. Is there a part of me that you project like the, the some leader patriarchal guy? Is there any of that that enters into our dynamic? Uh, of course. I mean, you are kind of the leader of this ship, as we know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but that's the, the clinical answer is that, I yes, I am indeed that. But I'm saying personally. No. Does that come up where you go, wait a minute, he's got some, you know, patriarchal, pornographic views on the <laughs> Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Hey I was taking it back to the polylog before. Love it. I love that callback. Okay, so <laughs> I love the callbacks. I'm the king of callbacks. Come see my show. You know I'm a comedian. I just want people to know. <laughs> Performing all over the country. Go to CraigShoemaker.com to find out where. Aww. Now back to you, Sarah. Yeah. Do you <clears> think <throat> that there is a part of you that has that defensive feeling that comes over you? Because I am. I don't want to use the the common term of dad or patriarchal or dominant or you know white male does any of that come up i'm just checking in i'm gonna pause (laughs) glad you announced it because we are in radio (laughs) that's a long silence before you know how long that silence was in radio and radio terms no No. (laughs) i don't want to hear that again um I got to think about that. I'm sure, okay. probably. To some, I, I mean, I don't know how. It well, goes. if you thought you knew, what would the answer be? I'm a whole, healthy, functioning human being. <laughs> 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 we have to take a break right now, and uh, no! we're going to come do, back. Do we, uh, yeah, okay. Do we yeah, we have to take a break. Earthworms? I'm looking at the time. Well, but we're, but we're we kind of. Oh my back. God, we forgot to do that. See? We're five minutes. We're f- we've got right. five minutes. Got it. I want to talk about my hemorrhoids. Now, I. <laughs> I've been taking Pure Cleanse, and a lot of people have noticed. As a matter of fact, went into an ice cream parlor last night with my wife on a double date. Cute. Beautiful young lass behind the counter says, wow, you have beautiful skin. Mm. And I had an emotional boner. <laughs> I was so a happy. A bit that, of a flesh Because you, you don't hear that a lot, you know, when you're my age from a young lass behind a counter or anywhere else for that matter. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's because I take Pure Cleanse. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons. I take this other liquid nutritional, but they're not a potential sponsor. Like, like Pure Cleanses. And they don't have a challenge. We're going to do a challenge. Sarah, can you tell us what that's about? Okay, so we have picked two of our listeners to play the Pure Cleanse Challenge. Mm-hmm. And it is they get a free can of this, and it lasts about a month. And we're going to see, we're going to hear from Judy about Pure Cleanse a little bit more. Judy, she's uh, Judy Marie, miraclesofhealth.com. Okay. 
and uh, and we're going to hear about where the before we want to hear about the f- before of their health right now. Yeah, the, and then, that's right. And then see, and then we can chart their progress and see if this is the real deal. Can so we do? Can we do? Uh, whoever who's doing the challenge, Lisa, Lisa and Donna. Okay, Lisa and Donna are doing it, and we're going to get them on the phone right now. Oh no, they're not. But Judy can be. Should we get her on the phone? Is that if that's what you want to do? You're the producer. I'm listening to you in the matriarchal society we live in. I know. Okay, let's get her on the phone. Let's get her on the phone. We're getting Judy on the phone from Pure Cleanse, of which I've been on for the last couple of months. And I must say, I have noticed the difference, and so have my friends, which is much more important than me noticing the difference. That is more important. <laughs> when you get the compliments, you know, when the, when the compliments fly, it really does make you feel good. Hello? Judy, hi. Hello. It's Craig Shoemaker. How are you? Great. Hi, Craig. How's it going? Listen, Judy, I was just talking about Pure Cleanse, and uh, how long yes. have you, how long have you been in the business of Pure Cleanse? Uh, incorporated in 1995, and started it really around 1992. Wow. And oh you, yes. So I've been uh, in the plumbing business for a while. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Judy from Roto Rooter. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of that, I have noticed. That my pipes do get clean naturally through this, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what happens. The the mm-hmm. BM is, has a different, uh, mm, shall, we, shall we say, texture, uh-huh. <laughs> and you can uh-huh. literally see you can see mm-hmm. nature taking its course through my intestines and ending up <laughs> in the toilet. You can see it. Wow! Wow! Ab- and and here's the thing: I was just saying this when you were, weren't listening. I don't think anyway. Someone, uh-huh. the people are talking about my weight loss and are talking about my skin uh-huh. and how I look so energetic. Mm-hmm. And I give, I do take this liquid nutritional, but if, again, mm-hmm. they are not sponsoring us. You might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my ass kiss up to you. Okay. I already got the free Pure Cleanse, but now we'd like to turn other people onto it to see if it works for them. Sure. What would you think about that? The Pure sure. Cleanse Challenge, we could call it? I think that is so exciting because this product to me, and of course I'm a strong advocate, I take it every day, I have since 1995 mm. actually, and it it's so life-changing on many levels, and that's what I find so exciting and unique working with Pure Cleanse, Craig. It doesn't only have, we have the best fiber on the market, mm-hmm. okay, in this product. We have 36 other herbs. That is the synergy of the herbs, of how that works with every organ of the body, of propelling a cleansing effect in a gentle way. And I like to say, Craig, mm-hmm. it's like a daily oil change. Yeah, it's, it's gentle. It, I, it's manageable. I, it is very manageable. I have noticed the difference. Um, and, and you have the best fiber in the business. So they have, they even have fiber optics working with them. And you can have better reception on your cell phone after taking Pure Cleanse. There's so many it's other amazing. benefits that we, we're not around in '95, but we're we're advancing. So, uh, by the way, have they advanced the formula since '95? No. No, the still the same. Formula wow. is the same, the same original formula. We've done a few other since, but the, what people have gone back to and they absolutely love is this formula. We we stay on top of making sure Good. our quality control keep is the integrity. at a thousand percent. Great. Okay? It, absolutely. You keep the integrity of the product and, and if the product works, can we, can we get one of the challenges? Yeah. Uh, can we get, get someone on the phone? Okay. Judy, we're going to get one of the challengers on the phone that might have some questions, not challengers. Oops, I they're might not, have... They're not challenging you. Are you oh, still there, just... Judy? Shit. 
How do we really do the there? two? I, it's I not potty mouth. The way that you, uh, we don't know what we're doing here. It's it. okay. That that's part of who we are. <laughs> we make mistakes, just like this everyone is else. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> are you there? She starts. Yeah, she, she, I swear, yeah. Sarah. If something goes wrong, she turns into a Tourette attack, <laughs> <laughs> but in a subtle way. Oh, oh okay. shit! Well, should we go to break and talk to him at the top of the? At uh, the top of the we could do that. Uh, we have a guest coming up, though, so right. I don't know what to do about that. Maybe <laughs> save, save it for next Wait, week. Let's go to the break and then uh, we'll figure this out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, let me figure this out. Jackie Cation's coming up. What are you going to do with Jackie Cation? You're going to tell her to listen in on the Pure Cleanse thing, or? Look, you're the producer. I can't wait. That's the tease. Yeah. Let's see how Sarah. Yeah, let's see how Sarah handles this. Yeah. All right. So come back. To, we're, we're coming right back after uh, after these words from Pure Cleanse. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you in a little bit. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi from the Heidi and Frank Show here to tell you about a website that I absolutely love. And if you love shoes as much as I do, you're going to love this website, too. Shoedazzle.com. You have to go there and type in my name, Heidi, and that's when you click on the little microphone. So Shoedazzle.com. Click on the microphone that's in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Type in my name, Heidi, and that gets you 20% off your first purchase on the website. Hot shoes, accessories, all personalized to fit your unique style. They add new products all the time. And the great thing is you only have to buy it if you like it. There's absolutely zero obligation. And again, type in Heidi, get 20% off at ShoeDazzle.com. And the kicker, so to speak, doing a shoe commercial, the kicker, every single pair of shoes on ShoeDazzle.com is only $39.95. How great is that? So you don't feel guilty when you go buy shoes. ShoeDazzle.com, click the microphone, type in my name, Heidi, to get that 20% off. Again, you're going to love it. ShoeDazzle.com.
This is the greatest and best song in the world. Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. I guess you could say we have a little cluster poop going on. A little bit. Good thing. <laughs> hey, Good thing. I'm trying to be a little cleaner, not constipated. Call- yeah. And well, we're on the poop doctor. We are, because we're talking about Pure Cleanse. We have a lot of ad-libbing and spontane- spontaneity that we have. Our guest has arrived. 
So we invited yeah, socially, her. Socially, socially arrived. We, we invited her, and physically and metaphysically. Here she is, Jackie Cation. Jackie uh, Cation, it's welcome, me. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our little sandbox here. Thank you, thank you for having me. Your sandbox is chilly. It, and, I know. Uh, Listen, here we are on the fourth floor of uh, of this of this mall. You're this is in, nice. You're in comedy. I'm in comedy. So you must I know. love chill. I do. I do like it when it's colder. It keeps very, people up. Exactly. That's what, they, that's what Letterman said. I read some. He got book. that from Johnny Carson. Did he get that from Carson? I think he might have taken it down two degrees. Did he get that from Johnny? from Parr? Did he? Did and did where? Did I don't Parr know where that. that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe yeah. Jack Parr did the same thing. But whatever it was, I always heard it was Johnny Carson that he said fifty-two degrees or whatever. I think that Letterman might have taken it down to fifty mm. to make it his. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, gonna change that up a yeah, little bit. Exactly. Make it my own. So then it becomes now you're quoting Letterman, but it actually is Johnny Carson, as far as I know. But we'll look into that. Anyway, Jackie is here with us, and if you can bear with us for a moment, then it's all about you after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys got to cleanse yourselves. Can you guys do it. hear me? Yeah. 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 Which, which okay. you might enjoy this, by the way, because I don't know where you stand in the whole health and wellness world. I'm oh. pro. Pro. <laughs> <laughs> pro Just, good health? What the heck? I'm going to take a stand. Yeah. I'm for it. I have a rough time with the antis. Oh, the those people. The anti-health people. Pictures of Hitler everywhere. It's yeah. brutal. It's a little ugly. Yeah. Anyway. Mar Marquita Saad tattooed <laughs> to their rear end. Not the Marquita Lafayette. Yeah. That guy. I love that guy. <laughs> He's full of health. The Marquita Lafayette. See, we oh. have a lot of history that goes on around here. Take notes, Sarah, young uh, lass. Uh, hmm, so thanks. we are calling. Are we calling her back? All right. We're going to call Judy back. Just From let Pure her, Cleanse? Yeah, let her know. From Miracles of Health. Who has a product of Pure Cleanse? And Jackie, you might have some questions. Maybe you might yeah, yeah. want to take this. Because I was told last night, as I walked in an ice cream parlor, you have wonderful skin by a lovely little lass out of the oh, blue. Oh, hello. And I said, I look good mm -hmm. for 72, don't I? Excellent. Expecting her to say, when you were wow, born, you, 1972. Do not, you do not look 72. I was hoping she'd say, and she goes, oh, oh yeah, you look good for 72. She actually agreed with me, <laughs> so nice. it didn't work. This is it's pissing uh, me off. I went up a few years. But, uh, but no, I, this stuff really, it, it's, it Does takes, it encourage you to stop doing coke and stop drinking? <laughs> and then you're like, what you should do, it's a, it's a drink, you said, right? Pure cleanse? It's a drink, and it comes with a 12-step program. <laughs> oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so you can get off that other stuff at the same time. Right. Rigorous honesty. Well, what it does is it cleans out the toxins which okay. essentially that is what you would like to do if you do enter one of the 12-step programs you're trying to clean out some toxin right right you're trying to br break We're free sorry. usually your mental your call cannot be complete. Sarah's on a roll today <laughs> she's on a roll today some say love I'll tell you what I know it's gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna audible remember I taught you the word audible the yeah. other day hey, 227 here's what I'm calling the audible stop Call the one of the challenges. We've already talked to Judy. We hear about the product. We're going to do the challenge. We can't put two people on the on the line at the same time. I'm going to keep delaying fault. and focusing on Jackie, and you let me know what you're right. for. Hut, hut. It's not a delay though, Blue Jackie. It's not. It's and I do good. appreciate, and I love that you're a comic and you understand this. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and, I've done some radio. I know some radio. This is this is uh, this is better than most of your radio. When they send when they send the intern out, monkey boy, to go put on an outfit, and, and then there's stop some traffic. stripper, or some yeah. porn star that shows up after you, and she's like, she's an artist. <laughs> anyway, you do comedy? Is that what you? do? Yes, yes. It's and then they bring up. the focus right back to the porn star. <laughs> it's like she might take off her top. You're Any just, chance? Yeah, no. you're fighting for that mic with with people on these oh, yeah. morning shows. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't oh, yeah. have a problem. Uh, I have a podcast called The Dork Forest, and I had. Aisha Tyler on, and we, because both of us had done so much morning radio, we lost our tiny lizard minds, and uh, the, <laughs> yeah. we did an hour 15 of this pace, this pace right here, yeah. no, I'm going to finish my story first, and then you right. finish your story, and then I'm going <laughs> to... I had a thing what happen on the air, uh, speaking of that, I was on this show, uh, Lex and Terry, okay. 
and they have a, a segment called Drunk Bitch Friday. Okay, Excellent. so that's what I'm competing that's against. That's just good writing. That's just good writing. Drunk exactly. Bitch Friday. They go to actually, they go to morning camp, boot camp, they call it. You oh, know that, right, right? right? They have a convention, and this is the crap they come up with. Right. And that was like one of the leaders of, you know, they have a, <laughs> a whole slideshow of, here, here's what you want to try. Excellent. Try this segment oh, called... Oh, <laughs> keep going, Sarah. We're having a good time Call over bullshit, here. Honey. You Call keep bullshit. going. You keep going with that. We're having a good time here. So I'm on Drunk Bitch Friday, yep. and then to top it all off, so I'm at the end of the panel, like uh, you know, they these big giant. Uh, what do you call this? Like the boards con and yeah. console. Yeah. I'm all the way at the end. I'm trying to get people to come see me at the Addison Improv. Right. That's why we're doing morning radio. Right. That's right. why you got up at six in the morning after uh, going to bed at one in the morning. So, right. Yeah. And we're up there because we have an agenda. We want to get people to come right. see us. Right. So now they have someone, a tattoo artist comes in. Right. Who's These are put, just people who don't want to work for a living, they, as far as I can tell. Right, right. <laughs> they got hours to fill. So now they got drunk bitch that they keep focusing on. I'm trying to do my little jokes. I'm trying to insert this and this and that. And every five, every time I'm trying to do a joke. There she goes. She's blowing chunks. And they pull out the Lysol. That's their big thing. And she's bent over a trash can vomiting Fantastic. while I'm trying to do humor. Hey, I'm sorry. I have at the, seven this in the amazing Ginsburg bit that I'm working on. It's gonna, I've, I'm, I've got uh, a long thing about Lincoln. See, and you relate to this. Oh, yeah. So now, now then, then the tattoo artist, he comes out, right? So now I'm dealing with drunk bitch puking. And I, yeah. I say I say that in an artistic sense. Who books that gig? That's <laughs> sweet. That's uh, that's going to be sweet. I could, if I can just get on that one. And, oh, guess, okay. and guess what? They're, and guess what they're putting on? Guess plan. what the tattoo is? What the tattoo on their back on this fan's back of the show? He wants to put a mural of Lex and Terry. Having no idea in the climate of radios, they could be canceled the week after. Now you have a tattoo of two yeah. guys that no one ever heard of. That nobody ever. <laughs> Three weeks later, like, no one's ever. And are you those your two gay dads? Yeah, but, <laughs> Who is that? I'm so sorry. So, so this is what I'm competing with, right? Yeah. So finally, to get attention, I go, I'll get a tattoo. And yeah, what? I go, I'll get a tattoo. And they <laughs> said, do you have any? I go, no. And I never plan on ever having one. But I need people to be buried in a kosher cemetery. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So I said, there's no way I was ever going to get a tattoo. But I really need people to come see me tonight in Addison. Right. Low tickets. <laughs> so we'll do anything for low tickets. Yeah. So they said, OK, you don't have any. I said, they said, what do you want? I said, well, because I really don't want to do it. Just put a dot. Oh, there you go. So, so they said, how about three dots? So I go, okay, fine. Is that put, the sign of the beast? They what put, the hell is that? <laughs> among other things. <laughs> wait till I show it to you. Oh, oh my God. I, I'll show, I'm going to show it to you. So they put three dots, and then after they do the dots, the, the tattoo artist, the artiste, they said, oh, that's a gang symbol. Now, you see the way I look. I right. really look like I'm going to blend in with Did the gang. Did you get a bump uh, from it, the week? You should have got a bump for the week. Because no, you I took know. something to sell I'll tickets. Wait, I'll wait to hear this. The, the, the end result was, so then I get the, it means jail, hospital, and death. That's what my tattoo means. Okay, so I'm hanging with the gangsters now. Right. In, in the You've barrio. You've been to a hospital, in the right? <laughs> I've been to a hospital. Have you ever been in jail? Yeah, I actually have been in jail. Okay, okay, what was the last one? And death. I will die. Oh, there'll be death coming. I will die at some point. It means you have not taken a life, though. It, I, is that too much I to think ask? that's what it is. I think you're supposed to take a life. Have you taken a I life? I killed a bird in a about bird. fourth grade with okay, a... Okay, we're going to finish up with, with Judy <laughs> right now. No, 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 we're, yeah. going, to, we're going to because, the challenge. Because they're not answering, and I, she's asking if she wants us to still wait for her. Okay, and we'll, then we'll I finish think up with Sarah's calling an audible. We'll I think it would be good just to finish up with her so we the know about looking the for closure. product. You're looking for closure. The just wide so receiver does not call the audible. <laughs> <laughs> just so we know more about the product. A so little more about the product, can, but then we can move on because we'll do the challenge and we'll do find out more it? about the product then. And we'll find it? that out now, too. 
Well, Jackie. she answers. If she doesn't, Jack- will somebody else answer me? <laughs> yeah. I can't answer. You- I know nothing. Oh, okay. All I know is... Aren't you drinking this stuff? I thought you were drinking this stuff. I do know that. I can oh, only share go. my experiences. And your strength. I cannot tell you. And my hope. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> That's all I can have. We're sorry. I have hope You're- that... Somehow that Sarah's going to figure out this thing. Like, I am hoping against She's all She's been hope. given, obviously, the my, wrong telephone number. My, my, wow, is this a fly-by-night organization? No, it is not. Do you know just, why it isn't? Because they're sponsoring the show. <laughs> just to stick with the theme, my mother used to say, wish on one hand and shit in the other. There it goes. See which one gets filled up first. Right. Oh, And huh. my hand is filled. <laughs> With pure cleansed poop. She sounds nice. Did she smoke menthols? Uh, it sounds like something my mother would have said, and she smoked menthols. My grandmother. Hello? I mean, my grandmother smoked Marlboro Hello. Reds. My mother oh, would smoke. Her. Oh, here she is. Hi, Ju- Judy. That's my mom. She's Hi, my Ju- mom. Oh, you admitted to that. <laughs> I, I was trying know. not to go there. I couldn't, but I believe in it wholeheartedly, 100%. Now, see, I was trying not to, but you know what? I appreciate I your honesty. On. I didn't Hi, know if you wanted that. Judy. I'm, 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 I'm so hey, good. She's hey, not stuttering. From, from one colon to another. That's right. So, Judy, we have to we have to wrap it up because we have a, a fabulous guest, Jackie right. Cation. Say hi nothing. to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Now, Jackie, hi, ha- Jackie has anything. some questions. Yeah, for I don't you. know anything. Pure Cleanse, you tell me. I'm I'm told is a is a is a cleansing toxin cleansing product. Right. It's an herbal fiber drink. It has psyllium oh. in it, um, and it has 36 other herbs. So it's like a daily oil change, and it will clean out the colon, the kidneys, the lungs, the skin, and begin to gently clean out parasites. Is it powdered or? It is powder. Okay. All uh-huh. right. It is not twigs. There's a lot of herbs in this. Okay. So you Actually, just your, boil in, it. your insides get stoned. Oh, also. nice. Nice. Playing through. And just playing through is what they say. Probably that's, a, paranoid. that's a golf joke. I'm here all week. <laughs> I'm just playing through. <laughs> so you take it daily? So, and which is true, by the it? way. It goes right oh, through, right. And, it, and it ends up to be a fabulous experience on the toilet. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. And now, I, the, the, yes. it's better to take it um, a tablespoon at night, Ooh. okay, uh, because the liver and the gallbla- gallbladder cleanse and build between 10 at night and 2 in the morning. So it's, it's really nice. Is it Jackie and yes, yeah, and Craig um, and Sarah have that working in your system all night is really a good suggestion, and we're it's our bodies work great if we can have at least thirty five grams of fiber a day. Um, so this is one of the ways you'll at least get. Uh, fiber every day, at least five grams. Some people take a good heaping tablespoon, so it ends up being a lot higher. But I would say start out easy, and herbs have to. Yeah, have I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in you. Want to start out easy? That's not yeah. something you want to mess with. That's that's true. Now I will tell you. Can I say one negative thing? What? Mm-hmm. I know you're supposed to be behind the sponsor wholeheartedly, and I am because this is really uh, the great results. Lost a lot of weight, and I've maintained the loss. Now that I'm going to do nighttime, I can only imagine how good this is going to get. Right. Because I only do the morning shakes. I mix them. I mix them with uh, some other some berries and things. Mm-hmm. Here's the one thing: is I have uh, hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. Now I had them before, but they seem to be a little itchier these days. Whoa. Could that be from your uh, from your pure cleanse? That means you also have parasites. Oh, so really? once okay. once once that so when, plays when through. You'll yeah, get rid of those too. Parasites start releasing their eggs, and it's called a die-off. Whoa! Right? Okay, then there's something else I'll send you. We have which will go deeper into clearing out the parasites, but the itchiness will start coming from the die-off with parasites. What do I do? So they're dying Drink off. a lot of water. 
Drink a lot of water. I do drink that already. I'm the king then, of water. Seriously, I do. I drink more water than anyone you've yeah. ever met in your life. But I'm telling you, these parasites, I'm very upset right now that I think there's actually eggs being hatched. How long will well, it take? How long will uncommon. it take? It's not uncommon. That's a very good question. One month to about every year your body has been in that condition it takes to detoxify. Wow. So this could take three to six months is what she said. Exactly. It could take a year. People think you could detoxify in six days. That's bogus. Okay? Because how our body rids toxins, it's in, in layers. And then the other thing that I really like about working with the herbs and this formula is it gently goes deeper and it goes deeper. And then people start having other changes in their life. They, their brain starts clearing. They start having more energy. They yeah. start feeling like they can deal with some things in the, the life in life better. There's a mental fog that starts lifting. That was the very first experience I had with taking these herbs years ago. All right. Well, well listen, um, so we are going to uh, talk to you again when we have the challengers. Yeah, we okay? have challengers Because set up. we have challengers set up, but Sarah, your Where daughter. Where do you buy this? Where do you buy this stuff? Uh, we can tell you how to get it, okay. and, and you can have free shipping. How do you get it, Sarah? Miraclesofhealth.com. Miraclesofhealth.com. And you go there, and Only you put the in bottles, free shipping. Uh, you put in laugh it off. What do you put in? Uh, yeah, the, laugh it off, so they know that you're from our show. Laugh it off. That's the code to let people know that there are listeners that are responding to what we have to say, that are looking into the camera right now and seeing my fabulous skin. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't bring you in on my bowel movements, but I will tell you that I feel much better, and I agree with you. Um, I'm also on a liquid nutritional. That's I think the combination of the two of them. I do feel very much alert and alive, and it even makes my comedy show better. You've been to my show, right, Judy? Oh, absolutely, Craig. Kind yes. of fun? Yeah. <laughs> a blast, a blast. All right, well, Judy, you should come see me. I'm amazing. Call us, okay? <laughs> okay, if they have All right, questions, you, Judy. call you. They oh, you will. got it. All right. I'll call you Thank later. You. Back All to right. you, Jackie. Bye -bye. Thank Bye -bye. you so much, Judy. Back to Jackie. So do you so, think that do they send you a free snake to go deeper? I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to ask her. But no, you were free, sharing so many things. The snake comes out the other end. <laughs> now, let's talk about clearing toxins. I'm gonna, I am going to. love segues. Oh, do you love I'm that gonna, segue? I, I'm going to talk about your cleaning your toxins of your life. Now, one of the reasons I was very intrigued and happy to have you on is you and I have a lot in common. How so? I How know so, love we, 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 <laughs> we love the love. Sure, I love the love. But we have both been through adversity in our lives and have brought uh, brought it to a humorous spectrum. Sure. That's, that's what we do with our lives. And you, me, and Chris Titus, man. Let's yeah, do this. Titus. Huh? That yeah. guy's a broken broken doll. How about it? How about <laughs> it? <laughs> no, that guy's hilarious, but I mean, that dude, when, yeah. you, when, you, when you listen to him, his act, you're like... Oh, really? Well done. Well done that you yeah. haven't eaten a bullet any time in the last 47 <laughs> years. And, uh, That's funny you should mention that. I'd like to be personal about him, and I usually don't like talking about other people. But I actually think, and I hope he comes on the show to talk about it, I still think that he's in the... Um, <clears throat> In that phase where uh, he's, oh, he might in, he's still be mad, still in the pain, still in the pain, still in the rage. He might be, he might be, because you got maybe that's he, why he's not coming on our show and hasn't returned my text message. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because <laughs> we're about cleaning it out here. We like to clean it out and get to 
some sort of solution in our lives. And I know that's where you are. Am I right about that's that? That's it. That's it. What happened? In a was... much better place. And I can tell. <laughs> yeah. you are, I can tell just by your aura and your mm. energy I'm that you, yeah, yeah, that you are through <laughs> these things, and now can laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. Which is totally. why you're here. Which is nice. And my father's a very good sport about me. Though I did the last time I was home and I had sets, he was like, because he usually comes. My daddy salesman yeah. usually comes. He like I usually get about forty five minutes worth of notes after each show. <laughs> Gives you notes. Oh yeah, he's a salesman. And, my my uh, mom does too, but it yeah. comes it comes in reform of a restraining order and a cease and desist. <laughs> and I am not exaggerating. Not even exaggerating. That's not even one bit of exaggeration. I, the thing is, is I've heard that about people's parents and, yeah. and and families that they can get really mad that you talk about them, and you're like, yeah, but you said that. Yeah. I didn't make yeah. that. Did I make that up? Am I right. slandering you? They, yeah. And uh, and my father, God bless him, is willing to go. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I said that. <laughs> and so I, I did my solo show, um, which was actually very cathartic, I think, for the yeah. whole family. It was yeah. called Salesmen and Thieves. And it was about my dad and my brothers and my uncles and um, and about the men in my family. And then I did the second one, second half hour, was called um, How Did I Get So Feminine? And it was about my mother and my sister and my aunts. And uh, and then uh, I haven't written the third one, which is about the siblings, which is something about how to raise my brother's kids or something. I don't know what to call it. And you lost your mom at a very early age. Which I was I, seven. Obvious. I didn't kill her. Seven years yeah, old. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, no. But uh, she was the age of uh, Christ, 33. Coincidence? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't very good at it. Didn't they, uh, didn't she, they have anything in common? They just uh, just uh, tab A slot A. That was it. She, she that was, walked uh, around was, barefoot. That nothing. She had a, the, six kids under the age of ten when I was born. Wow, that, they definitely Catholics. didn't have that in common. Yeah, that yeah. we know of. That we yeah. They, I think he went. He joined the Navy uh, for the tried and true reason that a lot of people joined the service, which was she was pregnant and he was seventeen. And, uh, and she was sixteen or fifteen and so a half he or something. No, no, no. They got married. No, but he basically bolted because oh, yeah. he's out to sea. Oh yeah, yeah. Having her deal with all of everything else. And, it's true. He did not go to sea, but he did go. He was right. never around. He was. He was in a tin can quite a lot. Quite he a, was. Uh, a he. Lot. He actually, weirdly enough, uh, he was a medic and he delivered a lot of babies. Never, never um, my mother's babies, which I think <laughs> was because he didn't want to create the illusion that he'd ever be there for us. <laughs> was, and, he, uh, was he even around for the births? I Those think, are the days where they didn't. By the way, they weren't really no, around for the births. I had to like not only be there. I had to be. I uh, pulled the baby out. Right, right. You had to play catcher. I mean, that's... I did. We did a home birth in a a pool, and I pulled the baby out. That's too cleansing. Too cleansing Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah, that's too much. Uh, I thought so, too, but I'm supposed to go, oh, it was beautiful. No, it wasn't. It was disgusting. It was disgusting (laughs) bodily function that that has created a child that you can't help. But he's trained to do this, but he still wouldn't show up. No, he didn't want any part of it. But uh, but I'm told, because I'm the youngest of six, I have four brothers and a a sister, that the way they picked my name, they were just tired. And uh, they put a bunch of names in an ashtray and they just picked names out and then Jacqueline was left. So it's flattering. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel flattered uh, that they, they took I, well, that I don't time. understand the tired part. They were just tired That's of picking names. Oh, they I thought it was of... like, it sounds like a name where you're tired of Jacqueline. Well, I was, actually, <laughs> it, was, tired, it was my mother's choice, I'm told. I was named yeah. after um, Jacqueline Kennedy, because they were very close with the Kennedys outside of Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> my father selling aluminum siding, my dad, my mom working at the sign factory. Anyway. But she had a pillbox hat. Uh, you know what? She would look good in a pillbox hat. Wasn't that what Jackie wore? Jackie yep, O, the yep. pillbox hat? Pillbox hat. She yeah. Was, yeah. She was, uh, my was mom was rage. actually pretty good looking people. Yeah. Um, I think in her 20s. <laughs> 
<laughs> the last three years were kind of brutal. So and but, then she and she uh, mm, died of a motorcycle accident. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harley Davidson. We're from Milwaukee, so we're proud. Uh, because otherwise, it would have been ugly. Could you imagine if she'd been killed in a Kawasaki? Are you oh, kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they wow. make Harley Davidson. Those rice yeah. burners. Yeah, yeah. 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 That would have been the neighbors. It would have been, been about the nips. They would have started World That's War III it. with it the Japanese. Completely. Uh, so now, so she died in an accident. She wasn't riding the Harley. She Harley. was. She she was. She was uh, my parents were separated. A mother of six kids yeah. is on a Harley. Vroom, I'm just vroom. not getting this. Well, she knew how to. You know, she knew what she wanted. <laughs> she she was a Wrangler ad man. Anyway, but so she was on. She was with Harold, her boyfriend at the time. Uh huh. And they. It's a horrible story. Horrible. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> turn your children away from the, from the webcam because they flipped off an overpass. Uh. They were drunk. Flipped off an overpass. Fell onto the highway below and got run over. Oh, so yeah. they would have survived yeah. if they weren't run he over. Survived. He survived. He survived. He uh, survived. No doubt to live in guilt for the rest of his life, poor right. bastard. I we we don't keep in touch. No, I was and, about to uh, ask that if yeah. if you if he, he was didn't come to the funeral, up but the I reunions. think he was in the hospital. But we, we haven't talked to her family uh, since then because they blame my dad for it, uh-huh. and uh, because. Um, so you haven't talked to no no your I did family. a show in you're Milwaukee. You're just a child, and they're still taking it out on you. I, I, had, I had a big spread in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel or whatever it was uh, about six eight months ago, and my uncle Tom, my mother's brother, emailed me mm-hmm. because it's an attainable goal off JackieCation.com. You can find me, and uh, so he emails me and he goes, "Hey, this is your uncle Tom. I haven't seen you since 1970." Would have been 73 or 72. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, you haven't. Uh, anyway, what? And he's like, I'm just glad that you're doing really well in stand-up. And, you know, I just I remember your mom. Oh. I was like, you would. You were her brother uh, for a long time. So he, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't contacting you because he had some sort of bitterness about what you wrote. No. It was because you had success. Right. He was just saying, hey, we're related. Yeah, I'm 107. <laughs> Let's let. And, but he didn't want to reconnect at all. He just wanted he to say, "Hey, good work. Keep keep moving. Keep really? moving. Nothing to see here." Why and, don't they talk to you? Uh, they were mad at my dad. There's everyone's mad at my dad. It's very easy to be mad at my dad. Uh, that's why you got to work through it. Right. Because here's my father can be a jackass and uh, he's just very thoughtless but he can be reminded to be a good guy you just have to remind him like my sister had uh, a baby and i called him told him about it and three days later my sister said hey you know no one's called me to congratulate me that i had a baby and so i called my dad back and i said hey i didn't know i was supposed to walk you through the social situation (laughs) of your daughter having a child anything just you send her a five spot that's what you do you call her back saying good luck Congratulations. And uh a five spot. What are you in the sixties? What uh, five spot? He didn't have any I money. expect I just expect that from my, my grandmother I never knew would throw the five spot into a car. Yeah, my father's always looking for new mistakes to make and uh it keeps him young. And uh so I was last time I was home he was like, What do you think of this payday advance? Oh, I don't. I don't think about it. I think about uh, that and rent-to-own and how those people should be lined up against the wall and shot. How about that? What do you think about it? Frito or Fredo or whatever? You were right, Sarah. I do love her. I love her. Okay? You, you told me, and I do. She's and we have greatest. more. We have more of her. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like Johnny Carson to bring that reference back. Oh, I want you, you to come to the couch after the break. Oh, we're yeah. going to. Well, all right. We're going to give you the okay sign. Excellent. Sweet. A lot of power in that okay. Nice. Come come back to the couch if you'll stay with us. We have to take a break. Sponsored by Pure Cleanse now. Let's hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hope we didn't lose our sponsor when I talked about the hemorrhoids. 
But, uh, but you had ja- to talk about it, though. I so had to. Know. you got to be honest. Jackie Cation is with us, a fabulous comic. And uh, spell your website for the people that can't spell Cation. Uh, K-A-S-H-I-A-N, Jackie right. Cation. You can also go to dorkforest.com, D-O-R-K. That's your not, podcast. Not, That's my podcast. Dark and Forest. Dork. Dork Forest. Yeah, dorks and nerds and geeks. Oh, my. Because people really dork out on your podcast, right? Yeah, they That's dork out you, about everything. Like, Bees, trains, yeah. Japanese I'll, sneakers. You get specific people <laughs> that come dork out about a yeah, yeah. specific subject. Greg Proops talked about old-timey baseball for 57 Isn't minutes. Isn't that amazing? That's <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. That's I awesome. love that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dorkathon 24-7. I want to come on your oh, show Oh, you're now. plug and play, my friend. And you will be on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we're coming it. back with more of the Craig Shoemaker Show. Laugh it off with Jackie Cation. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for ScoreBig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly. Or you can go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to ScoreBig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail. And you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at ScoreBig.com. And you can save up to 60%. On tickets. Every ticket on the ScoreBig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and, uh... I think that's uh, perfect the way you do that. Those were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. Everywhere. I just had a, I got a tweet. Global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay. Always less than retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G dot com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. If you miss the Farley Brothers... I think it's also that creepy, like, you know, have you ever been in, like, a big group? Like, you get this mentality, and you're just not even thinking right anymore. Like, no. Mob. Mob, mob, mob mentality. mentality. It's I awesome. Was, I was it's arrested. a high like you've never seen. I was arrested for inciting a riot in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? That's God. the coolest thing ever. All charges That's great. Yeah, when the Broncos won. And what did you do? I lifted your shirt up. I did. Yeah. Well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> the Farley Brothers. Wednesday afternoons at 2 Pacific. Only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
about young nasty man, arch rival and nemesis of Wonder Boy, with powers comparable to Wonder Boy. What powers you have? I don't know, how about the power of flight? Does it do anything for you? It's levitation, Holmes. How about the power to kill a yak from 200 yards away? With mind bullets! That's telekinesis, Kyle! How about the power to move you? to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Jackie Cation is our guest. I'm back. There's, there's what the happened there, Joel? There, there I don't yes, know. Yes, you're replaceable. <laughs> Sarah, irreplaceable. Sarah? Sarah, do you know how to do that stuff? <laughs> oh, jeez. That was off the air. You guys didn't hear that debate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh -uh. That was I claim to we be irreplaceable. We were talking about Jeff's uh, amazing ambition. To just Joel. knock Sarah, Joel, <laughs> not Jeff. I don't know who Jeff is. I was wondering. To say I will start you know by I'm... letting everyone know what my name is. <laughs> we should have name tags for the people. Actually, that would be a very smart idea for the Wait, guests. Have you seen that Google Glasses business? Yes. Where you can wear those glasses and it's your phone. Yes. And uh, what I want it to be is to have face recognition uh, software in it, so that I look at you and go, "Oh my God, you're that one comic I met that one time that I don't know your name." <sighs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hello, Jim Dial, or whatever. Jim Dial's a guy <laughs> what from do Murphy you do, Brown. What do you do when you're stumped? <laughs> what do you call people when you're stumped? <laughs> like buddy or pal Yeah, or do you do the buddy or pal thing? I do bro. <laughs> do you do bro? Except for you, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, I just, uh, I go, uh, 
Hey, it's good. I to, knew it. It's good to see you. You're just a hey. Yeah. You don't even yeah. uh, commit to anything. Jackass alert! Cation uh, doesn't know who the hell you are. It's uh, very <laughs> hey. sad. Very sad. I always try to reference something that I know them from. Oh, do you? Yeah. Because you recognize their face? Hey, what's up, ski bum? You know what I like? Because the last time I saw them was on the ski slope. So I go, what's up, ski bum? Hey, how you doing? Car won't start. I like it when people people get confrontational with me, and I like to go, yeah, if you were funnier, I would have remembered you. No? (laughs) Anything? Anything? No? All right. Why don't you keep moving? That's awful. And uh, I know it is terrible. So you just go, what's up, no funny? (laughs) Right. It's, uh, you know what I need to do? I need to see your act. One more time, <laughs> and then uh, maybe I might remember you. Well, then you what can you remember writing? a part of it and, and just focus in on that. I actually get that all the time. I get, instead of people saying, Craig Shoemaker, they go, what's up, love master? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I Easy get, to remember? Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get a guys little condescending who, in the same time? Oh, yeah. I get people going, you still writing about your dad? And I was like, he's still talking. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> and the other thing I get is uh, dorks, is they're just like, hey, dork forest. And I'm like, Yes. Yes, the Dork Forest is my podcast. It's Dork on Dork Dialogue. I'm one of the dorks, and then I invite another dork to talk Just about Just invite another dork in, That's which it. is all comedy. All comedians are dorks, essentially, right. wouldn't which, you say? There's a lot of comics that I've had on that uh, because I know a lot of comics, but I've also more and more like authors and people are, are like, hey, I, some kid, some New York comic, had his PR agent say, hey, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, attainable goal, my friend. Yes. You don't have to have people. Uh, you're in my house in Van Nuys eating cashews and chocolates. Let's oh, do wow. this. Wow, cashews. I'm a huge cashew guy. Is that what you offer your yeah, guests? Yeah. yeah. We I'd, give nothing here. I'd say, cashews gotta, is a great idea. I love nice. them. Yeah, but it is weird when somebody... Uh, water. We give bottles. water. Yeah, yeah, you got nice you mentioned, water. You mentioned jail. I almost went to jail for cashews. I really? Stole, was, I was a regular cashew thief when I was a kid. Uh, yes, I had a uh, I had a jacket that I would wear, and I had a po- a pocket Ooh, on the inside. Special jacket. Yeah, and I sewed this pocket on this giant pocket so it would fit the larger cashews in, and I would just I just dump them right in there and fly out the door, and I got caught. I got caught with the cashews. Did you, did you get caught before or after you got that badge in the Boy Scouts for uh, sewing? Is that what it been? I learned how to sew in an early age because I had the same situation you had. I we were poor, so right. my pants would split. Oh right! One of the most humiliating days of my life. Thanks for bringing it up. Was um, in fifth grade. I'm here for you. I had to. I got a sewing kit from the teacher because I had split pants. Right. Because I always had hand me downs and stuff. Right. So I had to sew my pants in the bathroom. You know, I had to take a little break. Fifth grade. I'm in the bathroom, and sure enough, two of the tough guys come in. Oh my God, he's sewing! And oh. I was a nightmare. I'm just, oh. no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was like trying to, you know, do it really f- and then, you know, I had <laughs> meanwhile they Ms. caught me caught me with a thimble <laughs> and no putting pants it through the on. yeah, no pants on with yeah. something through the eye of the needle, which I'm very good at doing by the <laughs> way. Just give it a little wet and you oh, put it right yeah. through the eye of the needle. So I became good at something, but then got, you know, of course tortured Mocked. for it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just like you were. Sure. Earlier. You were trying to mock me about my sewing skills. No, so I'm I sewed sure. the pocket on right. and I would steal, and I bet you. Yep. Dollars the donuts that you stole as well. Oh my gosh! Uh, you were a little thief when you were. Four. Whenever I don't steal now, and somebody goes, "Oh, you're so honest," I'm like making up for lost time. Making up for lost time. That's great. You gave me too much change. When you have something stolen from you now, do you just go, it's "Karma"? Yeah, it's the way it goes, man. Yeah. You're just like, "Oh, they must have needed yeah. that for some reason." That was. Though no. I do occasionally have a daydream about being carjacked with me just going, <laughs> "What do you need?" Do you need a ride or do you need money? What is it? Because right. I have like 40 bucks on me. 
that I could just give you and a ride. Can I keep my car? Is that something? <laughs> and then I would have a conversation with a with I assume to be a young gentleman who may or may not be on something. Right. 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 Because that would be a, that, that's who's going to be hijacking my car. Hijacking yeah. and then flying it away to Cuba. And because uh, <laughs> that's what people used to 50, do. At least a 50 percent chance <laughs> that they're on something. So what were you stealing when you were a kid? Oh, my favorite. The best thing, because I would steal everything and uh, I was allowed guns. So I stole a toy gun one time and then I tried to return it when it broke. And uh, and uh, that was fun for me. But uh, but what I did steal in in high school was. Uh, I would go to Kmart because uh, I, I would go on the longest of all walks. And I also sold things, uh, marked up things, because the rule, <laughs> I used to sell student council. There were two rules with student council candy bars. They were 50 cents each, and you couldn't sell them off campus. I was selling them for a dollar each in front of two department stores in yeah. South Milwaukee and Connecticut, and at every bar wow. in between for a dollar nice. each. And I thought, and I made like, cleared like 70 bucks a week nice. for months, all spent on video games, but uh, <laughs> sadly. But the thing is, is I thought I was such a great salesperson, but it turned Turns out a 14-year-old girl in a factory town bars selling anything to tired factory workers for a dollar, you're going to make a lot of money. Right. It Guys could be like, a used condom. Yeah, could gonna... could touch your elbow? Yeah. All right. Here you go. Here's a buck. And, uh, and uh, so it was like, and uh, so they caught me, though, and pride, hubris, brought me down. And because uh, I bragged about it to a fellow student council member, Holly Habonic, a name that will live in infamy because she narked on me. Narked and, you? Yeah. Love totally, that word. Totally narked on me get called into the principal's office and the guy's like so I hear you've been uh, selling candy bars for uh, in, uh, for a dollar each in front of uh, and I thought that I was in trouble for selling them off campus I didn't think that anybody cared about the markup and I was like yeah, you know, everybody's saturating the market here. I can't get a good traction. <laughs> and and he was like, yeah, but I hear you're selling them for a buck each. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's working out really well. And he's like, and all of a sudden I start to understand that. He's like, well, that's actually not okay. And I was, he's like, well, I'm going to have to tell your parents. And I go, well, they know. <laughs> and he gets this look on his face, this sneer. And he goes, they know. And then I, like a wild trapped animal, turned on him and said, uh, yeah, what do you care? You're getting your cut. And, <laughs> because I had, and my father, so they expel me, and I'm walking home from school. Really? Yeah, I'm walking home from school wow. confused and terrified. My world had tilted on its axes because I was in trouble for making money, which didn't make any sense in my yeah. worldview. Entrepreneurial. Yeah, so I, I walk home. Uh, I get home. I try to slide in the house. Unbe un but, you know, they've called. Uh, and uh, they're sitting on the couch where my dad and my and my sister, for some reason my stepmother was not there, but my dad and my sister are sitting there with very stern looks on their faces for just a heartbeat until they burst out laughing. And my father stands up, slaps me on the back and says, dinner's on you. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And uh, my dad told me that the school was mad at me because I was making a greater profit than they were. Than the school yeah, was, yeah. because they were buying them for a quarter and selling them for 50 cents, and I was buying them for 50 <laughs> cents and selling them for a buck. I'm surprised they make you the, the leader of the fundraising campaign for well, the school. And I'll tell you something, my sister and my brother, two of my brothers were student council presidents, and the skimming off the top... That happened in that, and the and the hey uh, when the Jostens ring guy wanted to come in, one of my brothers was like, "Well, you're going to have to. Otherwise, we'll go with this other ring company. You're not going to get to pitch." And uh, and so they gave him like 150 bucks. Really? Yeah. And he was like, "All right, you can pitch." Jeez. You guys did have a salesman for a father. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Oh yeah, my father. The, the first time my dad acknowledged I was a girl, and <laughs> I was 15. He comes into the kitchen and he literally goes, "All right, we're going to have the talk." 
The bee goes from flower to flower. The flower does not go from bee to bee. Guess which one you are. <laughs> and that was the only sexual advice he's ever given me, which I thank my lucky stars, but it's also... That's why I was alone for many years. <laughs> My mother gave me that talk. Her talk was, all bees are scum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. That's basically how she wrapped she it up. She was sad. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, a, not a fan of the men. The men folk. Nor, nor me. I'm, right. I'm going to guess that you're Catholic. No, well, my mother and my stepmother are Catholic, but my dad's Armenian. Armenian, and, yes. Yeah, but Wisconsin Armenian. Yeah. So we've melted. Uh-huh. Yeah, so when I like moved cheese? here, like like a fine wine, and uh, you know, because everybody's always mad at immigrants, because immigrants are angry. Immigrants are angry. I don't care if you came with the daughter of the American Revolution. I don't care if you came over the Bering Strait with the Native Americans. Nobody moves on purpose, right? Everybody, you move because things aren't going well. That's right? what I said the other day. I said, how do we know that these people with accents, you know, who we... We regale them with all this honor and stuff. We always think they were the losers where they're from. Oh, right. A hundred, a thousand, five hundred years ago or whatever? No, no. I'm talking about now. Like, you know, like, you know, we think that Simon Cowell's the bomb. You know what I mean? He was probably a loser over there. No, he was not sitting on a Scrooge McDuck pile of money going, you know, things are going really well. You know what I want to do? Move to a new town. Right. I think Simon Cowell actually did come from, because he came to. It's a bad example. Right, (laughs) right, But uh, people that you meet with an accent, they always keep the accent to give that. Allure, oh, if it's fancy? That oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that they're yeah. European. Yeah, the Filipino they have, lady oh, they, doesn't. They but have, everybody... <laughs> it doesn't you know, work for right. the Vietnamese. <laughs> they're just barking at you all the time. <laughs> but there's always... With the Europe thing, it's like... Right. If you're, like, picking out wine, you could be, like, a Walmart picking out wine. You go, hey, what do you think of this? Well, I think that is a beautiful wine with the screw cap. Yes. As long as they, as long as yeah. they have the uh, the accent. Yeah, you're probably Euro trash, and yet here you are. And uh, my mom one time, you came back from New York, which that was the other thing is New York. Oh, yeah. They're from New York, I and mean, they know everything because they're they live in the big city. It's cosmopolitan. It's mm-hmm. metropolitan. And not only was he in New York, but he was from Europe. So she, he sold her a <laughs> pair of shoes. She says. He told me I have royal feet because my second toe is larger than the first. So we start calling her Queen Barb, of course. Wow. So I said, he told you you have royal feet? She goes, yes, it's called Morton's Toe. He told me I have royal feet. I go, how much were the shoes you bought from him? <laughs> she goes, I did buy some shoes. He knows what he's talking about. He's from Europe. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Because, she had been taken for a buggy ride. And well done. And, and, he's and, uh, New, and he's in New York. Right, he's in, you he's in the city. The no, second you where go are you to from? New York, are you from Jersey? I'm from Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. I like it. Last you time do? I was there, I, I went to see the Liberty Bell, and they've locked it up. They've locked it up like like what? like uh, you got to go through airport security to see the Liberty Bell now. The Liberty Bell has you do. not mm-hmm. been liberated. Well, I don't know what they think the terrorists are going to do. Like fix it? <laughs> it doesn't need to be locked up. Nobody's. It was me and thirty seven hundred children who didn't want to look at it. Strange. It, it yeah. is strange. It's strange. Uh, you have it's to go through a whole uh, process now. They used to have it in like the uh, in the Independence Hall where right. it belongs, but now it's like encased. Mm. Right. Oh. I mean, and granted, it's in a nice little. Um, it's in a little museum with Martin Luther King and all this, you know, liberty. You know, it's a lot of liberty stuff and abolitionism. And, 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 and it has no thought to it whatsoever when you think about security, beefing up security. Do you think the terrorists are actually going, okay, what do we hit? Yes. A nuclear reactor? Or do we go with a, uh, a water plant? <laughs> I've got a great idea. A crack bell. Yeah. Yeah, It'll take that. them down. They love that Those bell. infidels. <laughs> they love that bell. <laughs> yeah. Turns out we have a copy. It'll all work out. Exactly. Yeah. Like anyone would ever know the difference. Right. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody would care. A bell with a crack in it. That's Philadelphia for you. But did you perform in Philly? I did. I did the helium. 
about eight years ago. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been back. I haven't they either. They liked me. They liked me. Yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't like me. Out, no? Didn't Nothing? Li- apparently. Well, you are Christ-like. Maybe your miracles don't the, work in your hometown. The, the, the guy uh, who owns it, I just heard from my agent. I said to him, look, we're in business together, right? Each place we go, we're in business together. Right? You and the club oh, owner. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to pack his place. You, right? you make more money, they make more money. We're all happy. And I said to him, my people aren't really internet people. This is six years ago. I said, they're more newspaper people. I said, can you take a free ad out in the Philadelphia Inquirer? Well, six years later, he's held on to this resentment. He will not have me back. He goes, he's trying to tell me how I run my business. Man, I'll tell you something. There is, which is funny because uh, Lewis Lee told him how to run his business and he did really well with it. But because uh, he asked Lewis Lee, um, club owners are fascinating people in the fact that they're like, nah, I don't like her. And you're like, you, well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you like? There's nothing not to like. What the hell? And uh, and and so, but I always I always get um, I tend to. There was a woman who didn't like me, a booker up uh, up the coast, and I kept forgetting. I I have a problem where I forget when people don't like me, so I reintroduce <laughs> myself right. over and over and over again, right. and I just allow them to yeah. be mean to me over and over. <laughs> but it it does have it does it does work in my favor sometimes because I also forget that they don't like me. But I don't remember them either, so I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I, you don't actually mean enough to me for me to have remembered <laughs> that you don't like me. Oh, are, oh, you it's still don't a, like isn't me. Isn't it amazing okay. though that they're in the comedy business and they're they're, they're, yeah, they're so like, serious and they hold room. on to this anger? Like this yeah, guy, this guy actually told my agent. He goes, he goes, stop bringing his name up. I'm not going to book him. All based on I said one single sentence to him. Yeah, I think he should go yeah. advertise in the newspaper. But they, uh, they hold on to this stuff, and it, we're in the comedy business, for God's sake. We're right. all supposed to be in this together. Lighten up. Yeah, light, a. <laughs> yeah, lighten up. And say and B, things to your make face. Some money. Doesn't that bother you oh, about well, life, won't. period, yeah. where people don't speak to your face? They don't tell you what's really going on. It's like, call me. Tell me, tell me I'm an ass. Right. First of all, I'll admit I'm an ass all the time. Right, right, right. I, I have been working what on this bit. we do for bit. a living. Right. Well, I've been working on this bit about how... Um, if you've ever thought to yourself, I was raised by assholes, and you've never thought to yourself, am I an asshole? You're probably an asshole. Right. Because it's Mad-Eye Moody, constant vigilance to stop being an asshole. <laughs> I mean, you have to constantly yeah. think to yourself, oh, is this is this one of those times that I need to... Because I, like, <laughs> I like to lose it in retail situations against some poor bastard who's making like 11 bucks an hour. And I'm like, yeah, fine. And I'll crumple a $5 bill and throw it in his face. And a friend of mine told me, you know, you lose your temper like that and we uh, we made a pact we said we had to apologize so yeah. and what that does is that stops me 75 percent of the time from being a jackass because i don't want to apologize to you because i hate you and uh and, <laughs> and it's, it's going to be humiliating pact, but the pact so you don't is, even go through with being the asshole right that's what will stop you from being you. an asshole hmm. but then when it happens like if if i do something like i threw a five dollar bill in a guy's face and told him to fuck <laughs> off and stomped out because i'm 40 and uh and so then i get home and i'm like oh. and i had to get back in my car and drive uh. back to the store and he was on break at quiznos so i had to wait 15 minutes for him to come back and he goes and he pauses he's like do you want your five dollars back and i said no i'm here to apologize for being a jackass and he goes all right Notice he didn't say, no, no, you were fine. He goes, all right, thanks. Yeah, that's good. Probably a good idea. Because he indeed realized that it was mean, and I was ruining his day when he was at work. (laughs) The guy's at work. How do you accept an apology? I mean, how do we go about that? Because that is a rough one. It is not. That's that's as rough as making the apology. Because what do you say back? Because you're trained to just go, no, no, it's all right, it's all right. Yeah. 
But he, I like the way he accepted the apology Do because you? it made perfect sense. He was like, okay. <laughs> Which is just, and that's it. Was It was an acknowledgement of, yeah. I deserved an apology. You yeah. made it. And then I'm acknowledging that you made it. Do you remember mm-hmm. at Shandling, Sarah, uh, he didn't like the way I accepted his apology? <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Shandling? He, yeah. yeah, Shandling. He, was, he literally dictated to me, he goes, before he went on, because I was going, I, I tried to fluff it off. And he's going, you know, you should accept my apology right now. And I'm, you know, and I, oh, did he and want I, you to actually say the sentence? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. What was it, I, it was, that he wanted you to because say? Because he went overtime. Yeah, yeah. And he was going on before me, and he went overtime, and he, you know, he goes, and I walked in the other room. I go, hey, man, you know, I was trying to say to him, but the truth is I think that you are really great. You're one of the greatest ever. And he didn't want to hear that because he goes, I feel really bad. I've been talking about it the whole time. And. You know, please, I accept my apology, and I and I kept going. You're really great, and all this, and go, and he went back to, you know, shut the fuck up, accept my apology, because he really he wouldn't move on, you know, past that. So then I said, no, He's no, got those I good your comedy, uh, the social skills. Oh yeah, no, they're the best, best I've uh, ever seen. It's nice, says Captain Paranoia over there. Oh my God, you're talking about me? No, we're not. Sadly. Great. Now she's joined in. She on this. said it. She said it. We were just talking about that earlier is how I love to tease. I mean, I, that's my thing is I really do enjoy it. And we have two people oh, over hilarity. here. The that, hilarity of men. We, yes. We should actually. <laughs> no, you're of my ilk. I know well, you true. are. I and, instinctually. I'm, I, I'm so, with, I know you're I so with me. You because would, I love. You would rip the. That's what they were saying. That's how we know love. That's right. how we exchange love. Give me a kiss. If you could, if you could pull my hair, that'd be awesome. And maybe whip something at me. That'd be fantastic. That's my violence. I'm just I'm a verbal <laughs> no, violence. No, hitting in grown-up land. I'm just saying nine-year-olds. But because um, my favorite uh, is is because uh, I love. We all love men. They're lovely. And uh, and but that was uh, sarcasm. It wasn't though. Tearing the flesh. It was as I said. teasing. It was teasing. <laughs> but uh, the hilarity of men it cracks me up in the fact that like when I drive in a car with my dad and we drive past. This is every time we drive past a pasture with cattle in them. He'll say, "You see those cows? You know what those cows are? They're outstanding in their field." <laughs> every, every time, every single time. I'm not even kidding. Hundreds of times I've heard that joke, and I've laughed at it dozens of times. Have you? Yes, because my father will tell you a joke four, fifty times in the hopes that you laugh at it like forty-three times or seven. He doesn't care because he's going to go. Well, maybe next time. That's and, because he's a salesman. Because that's, that's it. how it's they all work. Cold calling. And it's all about a script. <laughs> they stick with the script. <laughs> they, they, that's what they do. It's true. They have a script. They go. This is my opening joke, and I ain't changing it. Right. And yeah. And you know when he. Hits on women. Uh, it's very what much a cold it? call situation as well, same, where he's just thing. like, "This is available. If you were to want in on this." What I like is <laughs> because he doesn't. He told me. I just found out that he hit on my friend Maria Bamford at my wedding. Yeah, yes. yeah. And thirty-five, blonde, tiny. It's his favorite kind of lady. And he's <laughs> seventy-five, and uh, and but that's about his cutoff, thirty-five. Yeah. And uh, so he hits on her, and she calls me up. Uh, and I got married several years ago, and she calls me up a couple of months ago, and we're talking about men and or whatever she's dating, and she goes. You remember when your dad hit on me at the wedding? And I was like, No, no, I'm so sorry. And she goes, You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, it was. It was actually quite flattering. Like it wasn't because you know when you get hit on, guys sometimes will hit on you and they'll touch you inappropriately. Ugh, There'll be it. a shoulder. Did he do that with the her? The worst elbow squeeze is the worst. No, no, that was it. She that- said, What you got from him was a. I find you attractive vibe. Uh, if you were to be interested in that, we could move forward. And if you are not interested in that, that is fine. Yeah. And but like a salesman, he won't handle the service agreement. <laughs> 
If he if he yeah. is true to form as Willie Loman, <laughs> it's a numbers you're game. You're not going to get the follow up. It's a, it's a, he wasn't you, even there for any like births of his Life kids. Magazine. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's part of it. <laughs> that's awesome. So it's not it's a, a creepy trip. vibe. What's it's no, not, not the not creepy, creepy vibe? No, when they touch, it's creepy. Like it's, yeah. It, yeah, but and I think there's creepy dudes who who yeah. hit on you, and it's not even when my husband touches my elbow. I'm like, dude, not oh, not take it back, and and I call him dude because I'm very romantic. Uh, <laughs> how did anyway. I get so feminine? How, the, how <laughs> did I get so feminine? Well, I had a blast with you today. That music means that our me. time is up. I I can't wait to go on Dork Forest. Oh yeah, yeah. what will you dork out about? I wonder. Oh, jeez, oh, I have a lot. Got you got collections? Don't get me started. Oh, oh yeah? collections? Maybe your iPhone cover. What do you read about? <laughs> what do you read about? iPhone cover? <laughs> it's teasing. I'm teasing. It is a little dorky. It's green. My iPhone cover is a little was dorky. Was it free? Yeah, of course it was. There you go. <laughs> she knows me like a book. It's you a- guys are besties. I know. <laughs> I know. And I knew it the second I saw you. I just said, yeah, that's it. We got, we have some things in common. And I have the so- golden retriever of stand-up comedy. Everybody loves me. There's nothing not to love. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I can play uh, one-nighters, and I can play uh, weird alt rooms where the bearded youth hang. And I she just says went- yes. She'll do it. She's awesome. I just awesome. went with go fetch. Oh. That's what golden retrievers mean oh, right, to me. Right. Oh, is that? Do you fetch? Would- I I uh, I am the youngest of six. It's I like, will get you some coffee, and uh, that's that's my religion. Is I be like the nice man in the friend. picture. I thought man's best friend, golden well, retriever, so sweet. Because yeah, you, well, you're not supposed to compare bone, yourself baby. to a dog as a woman, <laughs> right? Sure, right. But then you're just like whatever. I'm owning it, taking it back. That in the word Negro. <laughs> but you can you can download Dork Forest on JackieCation.com. Or DorkForest.com or, or iTunes. Or iTunes. Yeah. You're all over the place. All right, all I can't wait place. to go on there. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to dork about. Yeah, figure out what you're dork out about. Wow. It has to be something you're like obsessed with. Or something that you can pontificate about. Feel free to try to bore me with minutiae. I had a guy on top operating, <laughs> operating systems and cables and really? software for an hour. And he kept going. And like every 15 minutes, he'd go, you know what I'm talking about? Until finally I went, no. Go, brother, go. And model train guy, Lego guy. I've had people talk. You know, tran- uh, I'm looking for a Transformers dork, actually. What a great I think I found idea. one. I collect kids. You had that. (laughs) You breeding? You breeder? Bit of a breeder. Breeder. I'm trying to make up for my dad. (laughs) Okay. Trying to be that. Yeah, I can dork out about that. I can pontificate. Well, thanks so much for being here, Jackie Cation, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you again. And uh, we can look you up and go uh, watch you do your comedy thing. Yep. Very funny. Had a great time with you, and thanks for stopping by and getting chill with us. We're coming back uh, next week. With Dan Loria. We're every Monday. Yeah. Oh, Dan Loria's next week. Mm-hmm. Dan Loria from the Wonder Years, and he's on a new show called Sullivan and Son. That's right. Playing a dad again. You know, he's the dad in the Wonder Years. He was also Lombardi, by the way. On Broadway. On Broadway. He's done a lot of work. We, you certainly will know him. So you definitely want to view us next week. You want a view? Yeah, because it's a trip. Not seeing only, the dad from the yeah, Wonder Years. Yeah, seeing the dad from Yeah, we're yeah. going to have him in here. Maybe Winnie will stop in, too. She could do some math, some math problems. Uh, for and P.S. I lost my virginity on the dad of the Wonder Years uh, floor. Like uh, he was out of town, and it was like my yeah. Oh, good lord! Why years couldn't you save ago. that for next week? That I, was a tease. Couldn't you say? I don't think I can look Dan in the eyes <laughs> when I say it. Well, I will. <laughs> we'll look forward to that. See you next week. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network Radio, worth watching.